the Rap Round Table. Yes, sir. Back in studio because I couldn't miss yes, episode 75. A very important number. 75 is a big number Three on, on its journey towards 100. The most influential. Yeah. Huh? The most inspirational. Yeah. Most dangerous still. Talk about it. Most talked about. Mm. Most subbed. Most bit. <laughs> bit off. New York's number one podcast for hip hop. The Rap Roundtable is back with episode 75. Yo, we really are everything that I just said. Recorded. What no question. The, one of the best albums dropped. Yo, shit, 75 is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, man. Consistent. Rappers taking shot. Well, not a shot, but addressing <laughs> things that we've done. Salute. Huh? Listen, I, and I love said rapper because we got the retweet. Yes, he, he shared and he showed love for the yes. love that we showed. Right. You know what I'm saying? So again, most inspirational. Mm-hmm. Huh? Setting trends, yes sir. And one fell who we were the most inspirational, most dangerous. When What's you watch fact? other podcasts and you see them suddenly wearing dad hats, that's oh, us. Listen, that's us. Listen, listen, man. And you hear that beat in the background? That that beat is homegrown. That's that's him. Organic. He makes beats holler. I make beats holler at me. This, was, this wasn't all. Producer. This wasn't all, all off of. Uh, let me tap Google. Let, let me type <laughs> J Dilla beat into this search and just see what happens. <laughs> you actually made it. I made it. It's Fuck. mine. It's lo-fi. <laughs> it's us. You know what I'm saying? Don DeMarco. So again, when, when we say right, most whatever we we put behind that, we're really that. You know what I'm saying? Because if you really, if you look close enough and you listen close enough on the internet, on the other pods, on, on, on the internet, as far as like people just saying things in any in little tweets or whatever, mm-hmm. our bars are always there. Yes, they are. The Rap Round Table is that underground thing that a lot of people know about, but nobody really wants to share because it's theirs. And to the people in the chat who pull up and they're willing to share, we love y'all yeah, because you get y'all. it. But for the rest of y'all who will be somewhere in the middle of nowhere wearing a wrap round table hat to be cool, because it's your thing and it's not theirs, start sharing the shit. Show love. Word. Fuck with it. Um, yeah. If you're gatekeeping our shit, stop doing it. <laughs> That's like a fact. I, I like I, I appreciate a little gatekeep energy, but like That means you fuck with us, because right. you don't want it, you don't want it to get right. ruined. I I appreciate right. the energy. But let go of it. Share it. Pass Open it the fucking right. gate. But let certain people in. Don't let everybody in. Right. Let certain people in. We have to get rid of it. We don't come <laughs> on here and just say shit. Sin or 74 started it off with a beautiful rant. And everything he said was facts about what this podcast is. And and again, when you put on your favorite rapper's new album, and in the opening bars, he's addressing shit that we did most influential. Salute. Surrender. Salute. When we say the shit that you're thinking, but you're not confident to say it, most dangerous. When we cut ass or other niggas in the space because we can, most dangerous. It's not that serious, huh? To them, it might be. Hmm. It might be. To the to the other people in the space who who don't understand what the rap round table are, we just some niggas with a podcast who like to talk shit. <laughs> it might be something to them, but we love to have fun here. We're gonna keep talking our shit. We nice. love all the new subscribers, all the OG subscribers. We love y'all. But again, Sin made that beautiful point. Don't gatekeep anymore. Open that motherfucker. 
Let everybody in on the secret that we are the best podcast going. You know, some people might be more knowledgeable. Some people might more know, might might know more bars. But if you want to come on, you want to go in your commute, you want to wash the dishes, you just want to sit around, you want to eat, whatever you want to do. You want to be entertained. And stop sending your henchmen. Stop sending us. your henchmen. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, Yo, stop better. sending third parties to attack the rap round table because you can't do it yourself. Because you the, want, if you want it done, do it yourself crazy. and do it right. They can't. That's crazy. They can't do it themselves. So they got to send third parties to, 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 to get us out the paint. You heard? But again, this is 2002 and we're Shaq. We ain't getting out the paint. Heavy paint. You know what I'm saying? This ain't no subs. This is the reality of what y'all don't understand, especially in the chat. What y'all don't understand is we fight a lot of battles that y'all don't know about. That's a fact. Y'all think this is some, some funny hee-haw shit. We make it funny because we're funny. <laughs> but we're fighting a lot of fights with niggas who want us out of the way. And they're upset about the fact that we won't get out of the way. And we have no plans of getting out of the way. We here now. You know what I'm saying? Fuck the triangle. You're Rick Smiths. We're Shaq. We're not moving. <laughs> Through you. You're Todd McCullough. We're Shaq. We're not moving. Through you. You're Dikembe Mutombo. You get it, right? <laughs> All right. All right. Check you, the numbers. You can find the Rap Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and of course, Twitter. Coming soon, you'll find a Rap Roundtable on Threads because apparently that's the new thing to be on. <laughs> hey. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You know what I mean? We are Twinstagram. Tonight's entertainment. <laughs> so, let's get into it, fellas. Rap Radar is a podcast that, you know, has a guy named B-Dot who says things that really upsets me. And yeah, yeah, I know that I go on these rants about B-Dot because I don't understand why he does what he does sometimes. But on the rarest of occasions, Elliot Wilson has somehow taken the powers from B-Dot <laughs> and said some things that are very questionable to me. If you're new here, it's your boy Jav, alongside you say, the Rap Snob, what up, what up? alongside Dini the Balance, alongside the homie Mace. Up, Elliot Wilson says in a tweet, greatest male rapper, Jay-Z. Best male rapper, Drake. Greatest female rapper, Nicki Minaj. Best female rapper, Cardi B. Puts four trophies at the end of that tweet. The, the trophy emojis, right? Nice. I'm very befuddled by this tweet. Mm. The rap roundtable quote tweeted and said B Dot must have gotten Elliot's account because <laughs> this is this is some B Dot shit yeah. right here. A lot of B Dot energy. You know what I'm saying? So say I'm gonna save you because I know you got bars. Okay. Maycito, you you see you see this tweet. What do you have to say about that? Because I'm confused. Um, first off, I want to say that. You need to understand that you don't need to be white to be a culture vulture. No, oh, no, we're one. starting there. You know wow! What I mean? Listen, yes, man. Listen, man. This isn't my first wow, cup. You know bro. what I mean? Behind <laughs> the curtain. Um, my whole thing is this. Um, I understand the 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 phrasing, right? Greatest, best. That's something that everybody like kind of goes through. So you know what the gray mean? area. Yeah, you know, shouts to the gray area. I mean, I was going to say, but my bars are safe for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but my only thing is this, like, and, and this is why they thought that B-Dot created the list. In true B-Dot fashion, it's completely wrong. You understand? I, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I thought about it, right? I said, Facts. maybe I should come in here and be a complete homer. You know what I mean? And just say, yeah, you know what I mean? Oh. Good job, <laughs> Elliot, with the two T's. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> but you know, I'm not gonna be like you know athlete fans, right? Like a Jordan fan will be like, Jordan's not only the goat, right? It'll be like he's the best shooter, he's the best dunker, he's the best defender, he's the best. So Drake fans, OVO team, fall back. It's fine with Drake having the most hits. You know what I mean? Having the longest run, being the hottest rapper in the game. You know what I'm saying? Being the only rapper that could consistently go in number one. Enjoy what Drake can achieve because when you call Drake the best rapper, and he's a great rapper. Don't listen to, you know, my guy Kenny Mack who kept saying Drake makes goof hop in the chat today. We saw it by the fourth time, Kenny. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo, Kenny Mack, we love you, bro, but, you know, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on, bro. Come on. Fall back a little. So I think it's just a disservice, you know what I mean, to the to the Nazis, the Ransoms, the Black Thoughts, you know what I mean? Fuck it. The Little Waynes, you know what I mean? Niggas who get into the booth and say, I want to rap the best. I don't think Drake thinks that when he's making music, you know what I mean? So to just give Drake that title because, you know, he got the most hits, he's nice, you know what I'm saying? And you know he's the biggest name. It's it's a little bit corny. So Elliot, nah, I, I'm I'm completely off board with that. As as you know, the cop or the OVO. You're mm-hmm. wrong about that. Drake is not in the first five names I would think of mm-hmm. when I thought of the best the best rappers in the game. Now the greatest title, I know y'all might have a little bit of issues with that. You know what I mean? That, that that's pretty much between two candidates so i'm not necessarily mad about the person he picked but with the best rapper i, I thought that was quite egregious it's not cardi but dini dini the misogynist is cardi b I the best rapper save that for dini <laughs> no I, I i smell what you were stepping <laughs> in <laughs> you know I mean? no 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 um I, I i get his sentiments as far as the best and the um greatest because i feel like down the line, that conversation is going to be Jordan was the greatest and LeBron was the best. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's the way they're going to flip the conversation. We did that already. LeBron, and then, is LeBron mean Kobe in French? Is, <laughs> no, no. And though, and though we all here at the table think he's the greater, the better player, you know what I'm saying? LeBron's just going to have some numbers that are going to be really hard to argue. You get what I'm saying? That's going to be his claim to fame the same way that's Drake's claim to fame. Those numbers are very hard to argue with. Kobe, oh, we up. You know what I'm saying? If it was up to me, I'd probably say... Jay is the greatest. Nas is the best. But when you look at the numbers, we're talking specifically numbers, bro. And I and I think that would be Drake as far as the numbers. I, I can't I can't deny as much that as that makes wanna, him the best. Man, not, fuck that. Shit. Not the best as far as talent, but the but Jay. See, Jay was an anomaly because Jay was talent and and the glitz and the glamour. You get what I'm saying? He was a rare anomaly. I think Drake is more glitz than talent as far as rapping, but the 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 immenseness of it all is just so hard to, to ignore. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like the way you threw Lil Wayne in there. Right. I never felt like Lil Wayne would ever, at any point in his career, a better rapper than Drake. Mm-hmm. But you can't argue with the numbers and the, the status and the acclaim that Lil Wayne had when he was doing his thing. I think that's where they're trying to go. They're taking it from just a specifically an acclaim aspect as far as in just the lyrics, rapping, and just being a showman aspect. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, son. <laughs> I'm getting antsy, man, because this is <laughs> this is complete horseshit. It's <laughs> absolutely 100% horseshit, man. Like, they, yeah, man. Elliot is coming off very B dot ish with, with with this little uh, tweet that he put out. First of all, um, we're not gonna act like that greatest and best debate is and like an original thought, like an original thought of his. Like, 
that that's something that we we shit. How long? Forever. Did we do that? Like three, four yeah. years ago. Forever, bro. Mm-hmm. Like that's that, what we do. That might yeah. have been before this podcast was a thing. Honestly, that's a, that's a fact. That was when when we came on to the gray area, yeah. and we and we did that. So we we set the tone for that like long ago, right? So we just to reiterate what we were talking about earlier. You know what I mean? Like they watching, they paying attention. You know what I mean? Um, but look, man. Drake is the best at what, really? You know what I mean? So we, we're talking about Jay-Z. He says Jay-Z is the greatest. Drake is the best. Now, if we're parsing that out, um, I guess, you know, the, the greatest ha- rapper has the most accomplishments, but then the best has, you know, the, the, the you know, um, a, a career that, that, that is uh, exemplified by, by uh you know, just being great at what you do and exemplifying that, you know what I mean? So when I think of like the best at anything, whether it's, a, you know, a ball player, a rapper, whatever, it's not necessarily the person that puts up the most numbers, but the person that gets the most results, maybe brings home the most chips if we're talking about, you know, ball players or whatever. And so if we're talking about greatest versus best, uh, for the greatest debate, you're going to have to decide between Jay-Z and Drake. You know what I mean? You can't you can't just have it both ways where Jay-Z is the greatest and Drake is the best. As far as the greatest, the greatest is going to be like the person that puts up like the most numbers or the person that has the most accomplishments, right? And to me, that's going to be Jay-Z. But when we're talking about the best, we're talking about like the 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 things that don't necessarily make the the stat sheet, right? The best the best is Nas. And like if he hasn't proven it at this point in 2023 after the last couple years of, of the run that he's had with Hit Boy, like, I don't know what else he needs to do to prove it, right? But, I mean, I don't I don't see how you put Drake in this conversation when, like, 50% of the time he's singing, 15% of the time he's being, like, a, a fake Jamaican, fake dancehall wow. artist. 5% of the time wow. he's making... Wow, uh, bro. Preschool, crazy, my, my first house album. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm not I'm not having that. You cannot put Drake in this conversation of greatest versus best. Jay-Z is the greatest. Nas is the best. I would be happy with that. If you want to, like, flip it around, you flip it around. But it's, it's between one of those two. Get Drake the fuck out of here. Nothing on Cardi? Oh, Car- Car- Cardi, I didn't, I didn't even... Not not worth your time. Not worth my time. Okay. No. <laughs> Fair play. Um, Elliot, 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 Elliot. Like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? Yeah. And why do we fucking keep acting like he's somebody that we need to fuck with? Get rid of this guy. Here's the thing. Much like I ranted on B Dot during the lunch hour, I wanted to know how B Dot got his position in hip hop to even have this voice. After this tweet. I have to ask the same question of Elliot. Mace in the group chat told me some things that I'm I don't know if I'm privy to say it or not, but be but but Elliot is is known for doing things based on who he's in relationships with at the time of his opinions. So if you say Hove is the GOAT, right? I'm a Jay-Z fan. I got a tense amount of respect for Nas. I know that there's a lot of Nas fans that watch our podcast. They know where I stand. On, on, on a Nas and Jay-Z of it all. He's my favorite rapper. 
I have my right to say I believe he's the GOAT. If you believe Nas is the GOAT, we can argue about it. Sid and I have been arguing about this shit. We push it, what, 15 years now? Fuck. You know what I'm saying? We're going to always argue about that. But if you tell me you believe Nas is the GOAT, especially what he's done recently, all right, all right, we can talk about it, right? Nas, Jay-Z, GOAT discussions, we can have it. There's a few other names in that conversation, but to me, that's where it stops. Nas and Hov. Then we go to best, right? It felt like you put Drake in that best conversation because you needed Drake somewhere. Are we even sure Drake is better than some of his contemporaries right now? Because best is a whole other conversation. I remember I talked about this for years. I think even back to the library days. If you want to say Jordan is the goal, I used to say Kobe is the best, best basketball player I ever saw. But Jordan, based on what he's done, his accomplishments, he's the GOAT. And if you take it a step further, Kareem might be the GOAT, just based on resume alone. You know what I'm saying? Drake is not the best rapper ever. He's he's the most statistically successful rapper ever. But the best means that you are the best at that particular skill set. Writing bars, flows, etc. He's not. Like, I'm, I don't think I'm breaking new ground saying that. He's not better than Jay-Z at rapping. He's not better than Nas at rapping. Fuck, he's not better than Ransom at rapping. You know what I'm saying? He might not be better than Cole at rapping. He might not be better than Kendrick not, at rapping. current Cole. I don't know. I just don't know. It was, is he better than Wheezy at his prom? Pen assisted and all? Yes. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's two of my guys. If you, you know just say he's Fighting the best because you want to up. To me, I get it. We talked about about making lists and doing these things. If you're doing things to appease a fan base, don't do it. That's what we keep saying most dangerous. Because when we start giving our opinions, we move the fan bases to the side. And we just tell you what we think about the space. It is. And if it means we get tomatoes thrown at us by a specific fan base, which has happened. we But at the same time, we were willing to to step into that you can't be in hip-hop when did hip-hop become so cowardly mm. hip-hop was about sticking your chest out mm-hmm. a part of it was that when did it become so political to where you got to make sure you cover all your bases so that you can get an interview i know rap radar is a big platform and if you say something bad about hove or drake you might not get that interview the political you don't connects. you don't want to offend the political connects i i understand that right <laughs> but if you a real nigga and you and you led with being a real nigga and you led with I'm about the culture, the political connects who are if you really about hip hop, they wouldn't give a fuck. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas didn't like Jay-Z, but he still sat in front of them because they stood on what they believed in. If Jay-Z was still a full-time rapper and Hot 97 still meant what it meant, Flex would still get those interviews. Yeah. Even after everything. Because he stood on what he believed in. If you decide to be a politician, you get herbed in a lot of these situations. And you say bullshit on Twitter. And then you say bullshit on Twitter not only to not offend niggas, you're trying to antagonize your fans, which is also whack to me. Because click media culture has got it to a point where you just saying shit for a reaction. And yeah, the rap round table gets reactions, but we get reactions based on what we really believe in. We're not just saying some shit to piss niggas off. Because that's that's, to me, that's like low, that's like corny. corny. Empty calorie shit. We want to have a real conversation with you. This ain't love and hip-hop. This is hip-hop. Not at all. You heard? <laughs> and if you a rap radar, you're one of the top platforms in the space, stop being so fucking irresponsible about your opinions. Just, just for the Amen. sake of trending. Fuck that. 
Fuck a trend. Keep it a bean. The realest opinions trend. We're by, by comparison of rap radar, we're nobodies. But anytime rap the rap resident puts out a list, it fucking it trends. Clicks, man. Because we say some shit that niggas react to. And we're nobodies by comparison of these other platforms. Why is that? Because it's real shit. Yeah. When it comes to Cardi B, she's not the best rapper. It's so shit. Chain the wars right there. Rhapsody's right there. Queen Latifah's right there. There's so many best. Fuck. Lauren Hill. Hey, can I just Laura mention Hill. the yeah, fact they need to mention that, that listen, man, we OVO team up. You might catch your boy at that Drake concert when he come to this city. You, you, you might. You feel what I'm saying? You know? But I find it very weird that your two best rappers were rappers with huge ghostwriting allegations. Right. Like, mm, how, how, <laughs> like... <laughs> What the it, fuck is MC Light? No, I mean this. This is the thing. Like I don't understand what what Certified is him? Ghostwriting Foxy? accusations. Kim Foxy, yes. <laughs> like go to their writing out. credits. Doja Cat. What does he mean by best? Is what I want to know because like what I accolades. consider the word best in this context in this conversation. I don't think that's what he's considering best. I think what, he's. What? He's putting best as like a completely different category than what we think. He got to explain that shit. He has to explain it. Because in my eyes, greatest is resume and best is skill set. Skill set. Cardi's not not that. Absolutely not. And I love Cardi. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've come around on Cardi because you know what? Even if there are allegations about who writes her bars, to me, Cardi's more hip-hop than Nicki. And what I mean by that is, hear me out. Okay. Nikki's a megastar. She's a pop star now. To me, once you cross over to pop star, it's difficult to still be hip hop right. and be a pop star. Many have tried. Only a few have been successful. Cardi will be in the fucking trenches. True. With anybody. True. Then still go to and France and be a megastar. Well, did, did, did the K Flock drink? They were That's still, what I'm trying to say. Cardi's in. Cardi is culture, bro. Low Rilla. You feel what I'm saying? Way up. So it's like. What was the latest shit she did? The joint she just did with, 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 with whatever her name is. I don't know. You, you threw it in the group chat. I don't. Yeah, I'm video, old, bro. Some of these rappers I don't good know. Money. Good I'm, money on the video, though. I'm keep Fendi the rapper, Fendi I think the, was her name. Fendi the rapper. There we go. But she's willing to, even if it's just a political play, she's willing to do that. And then when she does these verses, it's raw. Yeah, she's not acting agreed. like a commercial figure. Yes, sir. I, I think this is uh, the narrative that, um, I mean, I, I think... Some of these Charlamagne said some dumb shit about right. That, like, some of these interest, industry heads are like kind of falling in line into this narrative. Because Charlamagne made that point too, where like he said that Cardi is like you know the the Jay Z for female rappers or man. some He's shit like wilding. that. And now here Charlamagne comes, got beef with Nicki, by the way. Right, guy. and that and now here here comes you know Elliot uh, propping Cardi up like that uh, as well. It's and political play. It's yeah. It's just like it's a narrative that they're trying to feed in, in, into the culture, and, and we're not having it. And this is why like, people look to podcasts like ours because we have nothing to lose. We have, you know, what I mean, we don't have any relationships with these artists, so we can just say how we really feel. Right? House money. And Jay Z and Nicki Minaj are both greater and better than Drake and Cardi B. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Hands down. Hands down. Nicki's greater than and better than. But to me, Nikki, especially in modern women culture, if you go on the interwebs, you working around young people like myself. I'm in these high schools. I'm in these schools. I understand what what, what they're coming up in. Mm-hmm. Nikki's more of a representation of that than not Nikki Cardi is more of a representation of that than Nikki is. 
because she's to me as, as famous as Cardi is, she's way more raw. Right. She ain't, absolutely. She has not like she's throwing ass in these videos. She yeah. like she's not a megastar. She ain't lose who she was along the way. Right. Right. But right. I got a question for y'all before we move on. It, there's a sentiment on Twitter specifically that Cardi never has to drop again. She could just keep doing these features where she gets off whoever wrote it. I don't know. <laughs> and never have to drop another album again. Are we in lockstep with that? Sinas, I'll come to you first. Um, it's possible. Mm. Um, this is this is uh, alluding to, you know, something that we, we might talk a little bit more about later. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a new era, it's a new age. It's possible that she might be able to just keep herself relevant uh, through features and through Lucy's here and there um and maybe not drop a single album for the rest of her career i mean like and, but i mean i think the difference with with cardi is that like everybody got to know her off of a tv show right 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 uh, a lot of people tried she was the only one who was that successful no 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 no, no. i'm not no okay okay, okay. i'm not i'm not saying that the only reason she's successful is because of the tv show okay fair. but uh, but i am but it, it is a fact that like most people got to know her through the tv show and she was able to flip that into an an amazing career, you know. And shouts to her for that. Like I'm not taking anything away from that, but it's different from an artist that people got to know them through the music and through putting out mixtapes and grinding in the music industry. Not to say that Cardi didn't grind; she still grinded with some mixtapes. But again, the the bulk of her audience and and her fans came through the show mm. so they're gonna whoever was a fan from the show is probably gonna stick by her no matter what she does and it has nothing to do with the actual music that she put out to begin with mm. so so yeah probably hey, she could probably get by on i respect what you're saying sam but at the end of the day your, your favorite female rapper is not rocking a thong bikini and throwing ass in a music video for a, a, a relatively unknown artist during a feature. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> All bikinis and yams wins every time. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that but if that's it's part gonna, of the but if that's part of the feature, that, has she done a feature? Part of the aesthetic. What? Have she has she done a feature that does not involve a video? No. Absolutely. Exactly. Not. Oh. It's gonna work that's, until that's it does. Branding, it, right? bro. No, no, no. I'm but she's kidding. not the best. But I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, but I'm agreeing. Okay. I'm agreeing that she, she could get by on doing that okay. because that, that's the what the market is today. It's right. gonna work until it doesn't, right? Okay. Like if she keeps dropping hot verses, we are gonna say, hey, all she needs is features. But the first whack verse she drops, it's gonna be like, well, my nigga, you know what I mean? Because I remember when that shit with Kanye and Lil Dirt dropped, niggas is like, hit, bro. like what's good with Cardi, bro? You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Obviously, we, you know, and no shots to Cardi, but we don't expect the same, you know, kind of artistry out of you that we is it because out of others, we, but we hold it to a lower standard that she yeah, gets away with the shit? Absolutely. Right. That's what I was just getting at. We just hold it to a lower standard. <laughs> yeah. Dee's face says you know, it. I wish I could see the face Dee just I'm made. Like, if she, if the shit she dropped was absolutely trash, we wouldn't care, bro. As long as the video was kind of clicking, like. Of course she can do this for the rest of her. Yo, first of all, bikini with the yams who, is enough. First of all, like who here is saying, "Yo, that new Cardi drop, we gotta hear it." We're not doing that, bro. Nobody. The IG We're video into with, a with, single with, with Offset grabbing the yams. Bingo. All she gotta do, drop a couple joints. Yes, I, the visuals listen, are needed because men are visual. 
You know what I'm saying? That visual aesthetic is necessary for her to do what she has to do. Women but does she have to drop too, albums? Okay. No. No, Fair she point. doesn't. Like, come point. on. Shit. Let's move on, y'all. Yeah. Before we get in trouble. <laughs> but I think, I, I did want to add that I think that the newer generation of listeners are not just listeners, but also watchers. Like, yeah, exactly. Part of just, the, they they you know down I mean? with the natural progression of yeah. the culture. They so to say I'm coming thing. to you. Yeah. Your boy, OVO said. <laughs> Drake Drake is on tour, right? And apparently, when he made a stop in Chicago, he was throwing some shots at your boy Kendrick Lamar, your favorite rapper, more than us. Uh, <laughs> Don't do that. Does Does Drake really want to smoke with Kendrick? First finally, of all, first of all, finally, uh, Kendrick is not my favorite rapper, he more is. than Nas. He is though. Ah, that's not with the podcast. Nobody yeah. believes me, bro. Any <laughs> <laughs> more people? Um, Nas really might be number three on your list behind three stacks, honestly. <laughs> no, nah, don't do that, man. That's not, that's, no, that's not that's not even close. Spies recording. Um I, I, you know, <laughs> Nas, Nas and Kendrick are, are are closer than some people might like. Um oh, wow. in wow. on my list. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. But, bro. but, actually, but it's crazy, still Nas bro. above Kendrick. Actually. Wow. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Man. It's it's not that wide of a gap though, but um, oh. Oh. hey yo, yo. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. we did it, Joe. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> One more time, <laughs> proceeds. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you took it right back from Dee Dee, bro. Jeez, bro. <laughs> The legend, the legend, the myth himself. Wow. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and put the badge back. Yo. On. Hey. <laughs> it's my title. It's my title. Yo. Paul is king of the table. Right. Yeah, Carry on. Yes. <laughs> um, does Drake want to smoke with Kenny was your question? Yes. He, yeah. don't, want, he don't want no smoking. He on stage like, talking like he do. Look, man, like th- this shit. This piece of shit he's been doing feels like extra petty, like just extra sassy. Um, he don't want no real smoke, man. I, I I think maybe he's feeling like a little emotional, like maybe you know, hit Sephora ran out of his favorite oh, nail polish. Wow. wow! I don't Damn, I don't know what it is, but he like he's taking it all, out first, on first 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 Kendrick first, and oh, also no. Challenge Gambino for some reason, like mm. Donald Glover. I don't know, but like. Look, man, the guy, the the man went on stage. Um, he 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 shot some subs over in Kenny's direction in front of like his his entire peanut gallery. Like, if if he would have like you know done it anywhere else, done it on an interview, and I thought it was an interview, but apparently it was at a show, right? So if he would have done it on an interview, maybe even on social media, like something. But he he went in front of his whole peanut gallery, like the the, the droves of people that. Uh, paid to see him live. Like, of course, everybody that's there is gonna agree with, with, with what he's saying. Um, and like, it, it, it's, it's ultimately pointless to me. Like, um, I don't, I don't believe Aubrey really wants to smoke. Um, I, I think he's just running out of inspiration, and he feels like he needs to have some type of chip on the shoulder to, like, you know, keep him going and, and get, give him, you know, so, so, some to shoot for. Um, yeah, but like, I think it's just like I mentioned earlier. Like, uh, I mean, er, earlier, 
few days ago, uh, based on when the, the, you, you're all seeing this. Um, I, I think he's just coming to the realization that like his his recent output has been uninspired and people have seen through it. Um, and he just, you know, he, he desperately wants to make something that's meaningful and it's just it's not coming for him. And so not, and so he's he's just like shooting these random shots at, at people. Now, like you know, we know that him and Kenny have had some history, but like he don't he don't want that smoke. Kendrick is is like head and shoulders above uh, anything that Drake does. Like, listen, man. Listen, I just spent the last segment telling you who Drake, you know, wasn't better than. But one person he is better than is Mr. Auntie's nephew himself, Kenny Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, Drake's not scared of Kendrick, bro, Yo. at all. You know what I mean? Like, if, if there's any more time to want to get at this dude, it's when he's kissing his cousin in videos. Yo. It's when he's running around in Fugazi Jordans. You know what I mean? It's when he's dropping Talk absolute duds of an album you know what wow. i mean now hey listen maybe he's mis- maybe he's making crazy maybe he's making the wrong move like the local celebrity rapper once did with, with nas at, at his lowest you know what i mean maybe he is i don't think he is you know what i mean because kenny don't got no battle tested bars you know what i mean he ain't sent a shot at anybody since motherfucking control, control bro mm. nobody's nervous about kenny this is what i'm saying and he's at the absolute weakest he's ever been and listen why not send shots at him we know we ain't gonna hear nothing until 2028 about it my nigga you know what I'm saying? so of course why not stomp on this guy when he's you know facts. in off in the off season you know what I mean? facts. so yeah man let's facts yeah he ain't worried about kenny lamar at all oh shit kenny you should be you, you this is like me from yesterday dog it's, you, you summed inspired it up. You me, summed bro. it up, dog. <laughs> oh, like it's just like I, I use T Mac with the back spasms, man. <laughs> I'm going to go back to Grand this. Hill with the knee. Get the fuck Vince out Carter here. with the ankle and the knee. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? The man? nigga just don't jump the way he used to, dog. <laughs> The you fuck are you saying? talking about? He don't got the hops where he used to. Niggas, niggas used to see bro. Vince go up in clear area, wow, bro. bro. Niggas That's don't. Crazy, niggas bro. didn't. Shout out to Vince. Had a lustrous career, but niggas didn't feel that way watching him. Mac? Come on, you seen what happened to Mac, dog? Mac was like a thirty night nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what happened though? What them back bro. spasms? <laughs> you saying Kenny had Listen, back spasms? Five years man. worth. Damn. <laughs> Kendrick has been. Throwing shots Fox. at Drake since 2009. <laughs> Both. Both. They, they, and you said there wasn't an interview. And there was an interview with a nigga when he was talking to Elliot Wilson. He said, Yo, tell me how fuck? that control first starts. And the whole crowd was silent, bro. Silent. You tell me how it starts. Uh, here you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> here you go. Here, here you go with the high with the limits. You're in the hot seat. He one trick pony. It's getting spicy. It was the lead. This was Drake who posed this question. He's one trick pony. If if he if he's feeling flustered, he's gonna go back to do you remember the verse? Can you recite the verse? That was Drake. That was the dime. That was the At the drop of a 
Don, like right now. You said this shit right was earth-shattering. With, earth with two drinks in your system, recite that verse word for word nigga, right now. 50 bro. drinks in your system, you can recite any Nas verse. Nigga, hit him up. Stop I'm it, sorry, bro. bro. Any, 10, 20 drinks in your system, you can give me any Nas verse off Illmatic, bro. Not, this shit not, don't not, get like that, bro. I want problems always. He does, okay, he's not listen. at the top of his powers. The nigga don't feel afraid. Nigga just came off a you, five you year keep, hiatus. You keep the album was you, Midgard. You, you keep comparing verses and material that I listened to and we listened to in our formative years that are ingrained in our in our mind. Controls formative? To to stuff that we listen to in our 30s and 40s. Like, that's not the same, bro. Groundbreaking verse that you don't remember how it starts? It's not the same. Copy. Big Sean had the better verse. Mind you, I was 23 when Control came out, and all I remember is that condom part. We talk about tying, tying a condom to Bro, a giraffe. That verse, maybe, it's top five most overrated verse. Most ever. overrated verse of all time. The, the nigga came off the, the five year hiatus. We thought we was going to get something powerful. We got Mr. Mid and the Mid Steppers. Mm. After that, <laughs> after that, an, the features, we got album. a feature with Beyonce, Mid. We got the song with, um, with, um, with um, Baby King, Super Trash. <laughs> Don't Yo, even lie to me, bro. Man, you said Yo, you was like that. What's the name of them girls again? Flyana, Flyana. They might as well be them bitches. Bro, I'm sorry. No matter what I want to say. My son don't feel no fear, bro. No matter I'm sorry. How much I didn't mean to say wanna, that. <laughs> no matter how much I want to kick this narrative, like, it did, one, it did numbers, and second, it got the critical. Yo, get sent out of here, bro. For real, bro. Get sent out of here. Sent about to tell us about the tour numbers. The tours were sold out. He's like, where did he was go on Ghost for five years? He's a superstar. Bro. He could have made he could have said, yo, come see me. He would have said, come see me. Where did he go wrong with the album? Other than, like, y'all didn't like it because y'all wasn't on the wavelength. Hey, don't look, do that, bro. Hey, look. We the I OVO team. You want to talk numbers, man? I don't want I don't. I don't have too <laughs> much to <laughs> add to it. Besides, I want to see the battle, right? Because at this point, Drake is barking up the tree. And don't make that tree fall on you. That's all I'm going to say. Because... As much as we, we get on Kendrick for Mr. Mid and the Midsteppers, Kendrick is no fucking slouch because the Hard Part 5 did happen. And he rapped, and he showed you on the Hard Part 5. He's like that. Last time I felt that way about anything he's made. Expert that rap. I what, said it. What was that? Like? I, I called, that was last year, right? Right. The one joint on the album. The, I last year, Kendrick, one joint on the album. I called Kendrick a Shogun after that song. I'm on wax saying that. But the album was so shaky that they had to add the hard profile to it the, to boost the streams. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because Dini was talking like it, it's been five years. That was last talking, year. I mean, it has been five years, though, nigga. Prior to the one from last year, it has been five years, though. So prior to the one from last year, it was five years ago. Cooking. Like, what? Bro. You've been prior gone, the, you've been gone for five years. Right. On your appearance, you make something very mid. You like it, but you're in a very small people that fuck with it like that. Word. It's not, you are, it's not bro. just me. You it's are, bro. It's not just me. He ain't saying it's just, you're in a small, small minority. Small people, niggas. It's a very but, small. But is, all I'm is saying that, is, is hold really up. true, I, It is. You got to move on. All I'm saying is, don't bark up that tree, Drake, because that tree will fall on you. That's a possibility. What I will say to the space in totality is... Kendrick fans need to not act like it's a landslide if he gets in that ring with Drake. Drake is no fucking slouch. Believe what you want to believe about how sweet he is, the pink nail polishes, the whatever the fuck, right? He's shown in battles that he's willing to get in the ring and he's willing to trade shots. He did lose to Pusha T, but it wasn't like he got railroaded around Pusha T. He threw some solid shots at Pusha T that landed and Pusha T needed. He needed 
Adidon to land. Yeah. Because before Adidon landed, people were ready to get at the Drake. And Duppy yeah. Freestyle was hard. Duppy Freestyle was hard. And honestly, Duppy Freestyle got better over time. But Adidon was just that it's much powerful, better. Yeah. Adidon is like. He beat love. Meek. He lost to push him. He's lost to guys that the streets love. I don't know if the streets love Kendrick as much. So this battle will be intriguing. But I need to see it. Because to me, this is a push, right? Quick aside, I do have one gripe for Drake. He's been he, he's been doing this he's been doing this hair thing for a very long time, but he still has no hang time. I'm I'm bothered by that. <laughs> he's mixed. His hair grows really yeah, fast. Ice cute niggas had the hang time. What how happened? do you how do you have straight backs with no hang time after what this long? Hell, what the fuck is going on? You got extensions. We were just talking Pusha T and, and, no, 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 no. and Jim Jones. They both had the same hair forever. I'm, for like four Yeah, years. but Pusha T has hang time. <laughs> Couple has hang time. True. They got 30 years. Drake, Drake's <laughs> braids are attached to the back of his years. neck. You know what I'm saying? I'm just concerned. <laughs> That's the Canadian that, version. Like, what, kind of type, what type of nigga you are to get extensions because you had a Caesar with a fucking heart. They then you had braids all of a sudden. It must not be making the grease so good in Canada. So as much as I... Toronto as, straight back. As, 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 as much as I want to see Drake and Kendrick battle... I'm not sure Kendrick is losing to a nigga with hair extensions. I'm just saying. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, he still has no hang time. No hang time. Almost a year. That's what I'm saying. I, I seen the clip of He has Drake. a Jewish mother and, and, and he's <laughs> from Toronto. That's why he should have hang time. Every, every, everything you need to have long hair, dog. <laughs> Come on, bro. Drake was walking out the tunnel uh, and, uh, towards his uh, tour opener. And I, I swear, like, it, it looked like he didn't even feel like being there. He hates his shit. He, he hates Yo, Drake, it. come out the closet, bro. It's okay. <laughs> um, you might have to censor that one, yo. I'm not. I'm Damn not. It, Mace, uh, coming to you. Uh, hey. Music for talk. Uh, so, on the lunch hour, you made a comment. We don't, we don't want you to make a list. All right. But you said that specifically ran... Benny the Butcher and Conway the Machine have had runs that make you feel like some of our stalwarts from the 90s need to come off of their position. Absolutely, absolutely. So at this point in episode 75, not a list, but who would those three guys replace from the 90s as far as lore? They asked, they said the name names, right, Joe? I did. Um, Well, listen. Dini did. Listen here. You know, I decided to, you know, kind of do it on a scale almost right like so i'm gonna make you comfortable I, 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 or pause but i feel like hey! i'll make you more uncomfortable with each choice that i make right so with benny you know who we you know who we gonna replace on it on the all-time list for benny we're gonna replace mr one good album himself the jizzle I'm sorry. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, bro. This nigga. I'm sorry. Bro. Sin's ready That's for crazy. war right man. now. Listen, I'm sorry. I don't want peace. I love the war. I want problems always. I love, I love, you know, you know, the 90s. I love that. Man. You know what I'm saying? I grew up, yeah. I grew up in those really times. we really put Jizza in those lists, though? Yeah. Well, we so won't anymore. People, people in our in our space. He's on that greatest, on that greatest, greatest lyricist album. He's recorded. He's he's recognized. I don't, I don't know. Lyricist, I need, I need you to be a little bit more courageous with your. Say pick. less, say less. So now that Sin has agreed, Jizz has picks. no place on this list. I appreciate that. You know who we gonna replace? We we gotta get Conway on this list. Okay. 
So you know who we gonna replace Conway with? Yeah, lightly. Another nigga with one good album, Most Death. Ooh. I don't wanna ever hear about Most Death again, bro. Holy. Black on both sides, and them the only sides he ever showed, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Holy luminary, Batman. Get him off we the can't list. make this shit up. I can't Holy wait and drop heat. Yo, sit ready to go ahead. Since I was <laughs> in my mid-20s and, I, and I'm legends. not there no more. Hold man. on. But hold on, Finn. There's one more. It's one more. But wait, there's more. All right, now listen. Now listen. Just like I said, we, we was going to work our way up on Most this. Nah, I, this. Nah, I see what's going on here. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers jump me in this segment. Yeah. Most, uh, yeah, so, y'all so conspire def- against me. I see what's going I on. I have here. nothing to do with this. Oh, I'm most sure you don't. I have are, nothing to do with this. Motherfuckers it, have a list. It's Black Door Safe. Safe. No, we got, he, we has, got he said it. It's Black Door uh, Safe, I, man. It's, it's, it's what they asked this. for. It's Black Door Safe. That's what I want to know. Both of y'all put a list together. Get no list. Superman. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? No, so he he saved because jumped. he too I far down on, on the list anyway. Conspiracy. You know, I, it, it, he's a Tyreek too far so down. Too far down. We already oh, done passed shit. him up, man. Now listen here. Listen here. <laughs> I decided for, you know, because the, the originally we were talking about Ransom. Yeah. Right? Yes. That's what we were talking about originally. One of the masters of the craft. Artist. You know what I mean? Almost a modern cool G rap to me with mm. the way he just... Mm. Breaks Don't down, do that. you Don't know, do his style Don't is impeccable. Do he did it. It's Don't been do done. They can run it back in season. But, you know, I, for at first, I was going to go for low-hanging fruit, right? I was a little bit scared. You know what I mean? I was <laughs> like, y'all know I go crazy, but I was thinking to myself, I don't even think I should do this. You know how, what I mean? How, how, low, how, how low was the fruit hanging? Bro? Listen, yo, hey, hey, yo. So at first I thought, you know what, <clears throat> Ransom's gonna replace Method Man, right? But I thought to myself, Method Man is only about the fourth hottest nigga in his crew anyway. Ransom been passed him up. He damn. don't got no classics. God. You know what I'm saying? God. Damn it! He got a couple That's hot crazy, verses bro. on a classic. You know what I'm saying? But he ain't really. He has he no ain't classic really album. Like that. He ain't really like Mace that. Mace is coming for blood today. So man. what I said is, you know what I mean? There's a gentleman who I love. You know what I mean? A gentleman who was a, a legend. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, the brother ain't dropped a hot album in 20 years. So, Redman, oh. you off the list for Ransom. Since okay? they got the artifice Red right Man, now. Y'all wow. the artifice that's shaking this, y'all? the list. That's you know what I'm saying? You crazy. ain't dropped a good album since 98. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When Mike was finishing up his last three-peat in Chicago. And Ransom been going hard Facts. since about 99. You understand that me? album was different you know for me, bro. So I love you, Red Man. But you know what I mean? Just like the, the MTV Cribs you did, we're going to have to put you out the pasture, brother. And those are the three names on the list that are being replaced. Real quick, Dini, who you had? God damn. Because we got to get this in. I didn't, I didn't have... I mean, I figured somewhere you would chuck J. Cole in there for somebody that's a little more, like, legendary, but not, like... Oh my God! I didn't he really said have '90s any. legends. Yeah. He yeah. got him out of there. Fuck up out of there, man. Everyone I could think of is still kind of a '90s legend, though. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's still rapping. I would think maybe Kiss, but Kiss is still out of all-time highway shit. I didn't, I didn't really have anybody, bro. I, I didn't, I'm not ready to take any Jizza. Damn, that's Redman, Bye. bro. Gone. That's so tough. Sid, I think how do you Redman, feel about nah, this? Nah, I can't do that with Redman, bro. Bye. Not Redman. This is too, too much of originality. He said it's insulting. Hurts. <laughs> And That's the name dropped in '98. What the fuck? So so out of line. Look, oh, um, no, look, no, 
if, if we want to add names to the list, I'm I'm for it. But we're not removing anybody. Any anybody that that reached legendary status in the '90s, in the most competitive era of rap ever, mm-hmm. their their spot is solidified. We're not moving anybody out of there. Redman, uh, like fucking what the album? Yeah. Uh, we, we're not doing that. Uh, who did you say? Ma- Ma- yo, Mo- most deaf, black on both sides. Legendary I don't. Album. I don't care. Like I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to be disrespectful, right? Um, whatever material current rappers in this space Rays are, are putting most, out, it's not fucking with black on both sides. I'm sorry. Album better than black on both sides. It, it, there's no album. Yes. There, there are very few albums in history album that are every 25 better year than average. black on both sides. Damn it, man. So, I, like, I understand the, the, the clip at which people are putting out material out mm-hmm. is is higher right now mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that it automatically eclipses the greatness why not they can't because because I it mean, just doesn't like there, there's a there, there's a like no matter like if there's a monument no matter how many smaller most, monuments most, you build around it the most monu- got a monument Black on both sides is a monument, bro. It's, it is a beautiful album. It's monumental. It's a monumental In album. Projects, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not even <laughs> projects, bro. Like I don't know. I'm a fire, it, bro. I ain't gonna lie. No, that, that that's fire ass album. So 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 you mean that so so you one of them niggas. Black that, on both sides is a five my classic. So album. what you saying is you one of them niggas that feel like there's nothing from now that can move a nineties nigga out of the way. Especially with one. Is that joint. how you feel, son? I, I, wait, the, the, not not the names you mentioned. The politician. Not, not Redman. Not Most Def. Listen, listen. Conway? I might, I might, I might give you Jizzle. Maybe, mm. but but I mean, even even them, the Liquid Sword. Like, con- I'm, I'm sorry. He's worked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but, but Kanye, I'm Kanye. Conway has not put out anything that's coming close to Liquid Swords. Conway has not put out anything that's coming close to black on both sides. Like Conway, he he might have put out something that's maybe close to Takao, possibly. He better, <laughs> he better than them niggas, bro. At, I mean, as, as a skill I got set, fifty great ver- ransom verses. As a skill, one we great can talk, most we can talk, we can talk about a skill it's set. Most better talk, than quality. We can talk. We yes. can talk about yeah, most better than quality. <laughs> but we we can talk about like putting them in a cypher and who's going to rap better. But in in terms of moving certain names and certain artists out of a list when they've achieved what they achieved mm-hmm. and when they put out the albums that they put out right. that were like groundbreaking, monumental, we're not doing that. Mm. We're not doing that. I'm right. sorry. I'm sim, the type sim, of nigga sim that Sim wants like the NBA where we just add an extra Hold 25 on. niggas. I'm just the, the type of nigga that's going to get Bob Cousy out the way when Kyrie come down the that, line. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm sorry, All I'm bro. saying is this. That's the hard part. Chat, let us know what you think most about what Mace no said. Bob Cousy, bro. What like, Dini said. Most what Sim said. Most Dev is going to jump in the right, ring right Cousy now. Bob Cousy was nice, bro. And Most Dev is going to jump in the ring right now and outwrap motherfuckers. He will do it. Listen, Still nice. Is is are, are the picks Mace made getting Jizza, Most Def, and what was the third one? Method Man 
and Redman. And Method Red out the way. Both of them. Chat, let us know. I know you have some biases, but let's be fair here. We got to move on. We got to move on. I tried to be fair and all, like maybe see the Jizz argument. I think I'm I not even him. seeing that. No, fuck out of here. None of the names you mentioned again moved out. Fuck out of here. Go first, of out of here, first, man. first, 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 first. <laughs> yeah, sin right now. Uh, Ray dropped, right? And after all the hype, the rollout, even did our favorite podcast, the Math High for the My Expert, my, my Expert Experience podcast. She only did 10K on her first week after all that radio play, off after all the TikTok views, after everything involved with Coyle Ray, even down to being on stage with Busta Rhymes. 10K equivalent first week. Lil Boozy comes out and he says that based on what Coyle Ray's first week numbers look like, the game must be rigged. I feel like the rap roundtable, matter of fact, I know the rap roundtable gave y'all, shout out to Mace, a breakdown of what the industry is or isn't, statistically. So I have to beg the question again, after what happened to Coil Ray, right? Have the industry plants finally ruined the rap game for the real niggas? They need a balance. Uh, yeah, they have. Like any other thing, when a product is oversaturated, it fucks the market up. Um, this used to be a, a culture, a, a, a genre, a space where you actually had to have real talent. I'm not saying that to shit on Coil Ray, because some music's more poppy and, and based on like you know like other sounds blended into, just basically give you a feel. It's not it's, she's not really a lyricist or anything like that. She's just really trying to give you some good tunes, which I can't I can't be mad can't at. But, but this it's it's hard to do in this genre, man, because this you can do both. Like, and I and I like Coyle Ray. I think Coyle Ray has great singles, but I just think she's not. Nobody's trying to hear an album from her. You know, like the best example I could give you is, let's say you a nigga that like Pink Starburst, right? Mm. You don't want to buy the Ooh. pack no more. You just want to get the, all the pack of all pink. You get what I'm saying? Right. Because you don't want to hit the orange she got. You don't want to hit a yellow. You want to hit a red. I just want to hit a pink. So just buy a pack of pinks and just so treat just, it like that. You just want Coyle Ray's pink. Is that what Damn, saying? that's beastly ah! sin. <laughs> Wow. That's beastie. But <laughs> I mean, all the race pink is a good thing. She's an attractive lady. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just think people don't want to hear albums from her. I think people just want to hear like the TikTok hits, the shits that, you know, get the get the vibe going. No one's trying to hear and dedicate themselves to a true listening project from Coyle Ray, unfortunately. Sincere. Um, you might be surprised at my take here, but I don't I don't necessarily think that uh industry plants are ruining necessarily the industry um i just think the in- industry is going through a flux right now um I, you know if we look back at like you know uh years and yet decades ago like in the 50s uh into the 60s like the 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 game in the industry was singles driven that whole time like lps uh as a as a format uh, wasn't int- introduced to like right before 1950, right? It was like 1948, somewhere in that range. Um, and so like once I was introduced, like it, it took the industry like a little bit, you know, some time, some years to really get acclimated to like people putting out uh, material in that format, in the long, long play format. Um, and so for 
for a while after that, like the industry was still very much singles driven. Like if you had, you know, a, a dope single, you was lit, you was popping, right? But then once the, the the LP took over, like artists wanted to, you know, make larger collections of songs, and now the artists who were winning was either a the the artists that had the best collection of songs, or B, the artist that would would give you like a, a full immersive experience from beginning to end on on an album, on an LP, right? And that that's been the model pretty much since, right? And we we've considered every you know, and we've talked about it at length here at the Rap Roundtable, especially me, uh, the the artists that are considered legends in the game and goats are the ones that gave us those immersive experiences or those projects with the most amount of enjoyable songs on a project, right? Long, long play. Um, but I, I mean, that's, I, I think that era is coming to a close mm. right now. Um, you know, so less about industry plans, more yeah, about just a natural progression. I mean, social media ha- has uh, shortened everybody's attention spans. Plus uh, the fact that like, you know, if you start popping on, on, on TikTok and a song blows up, all of a sudden, you know, if you're an artist, the people are telling you now, oh, shit, you're lit. You're a star. You have a career now, right? And so now this pressure to go into this career and into this industry not knowing anything about it other than, like, you just blew up on TikTok. You have no training in this whatsoever. And then all of a sudden, you got a bunch of people, like a large team or whatever, telling you, yo, you got to put this album together. You don't know how to put a fucking album together. You've never even tried to do that shit in your life. You just, you were just happy having one song that was lit. Mm. You know what I mean? And so, you know, forcing, uh, forcing some of these artists to put out albums, I think, is detrimental to certain artists. I think Facts. we should be aware of the fact that there are going to be artists like a Kendrick uh, or a J. Cole who wants to put out immersive experiences over you know, a long play project, but then there's going to be, you know, a Drake who just wants to have wow. a song that's popping. Wow, and as soon as, soon as he gets that's a song popping, he's going to be like, all right, let's put this project together. Let's see how many songs I could get popping off of this project. And that's what it is, right? So, you know, you got, you, you got to be aware of the fact that certain artists are not made for full length albums. Some artists are just meant for like a song here, a song there. Um, I said Drake. That might have been a little egregious. Maybe more like Cardi, because Car- that's been Cardi's, you know, career for the past five years. She put out one album, and then that was it. The the rest of it has just been Lucy's. I didn't and expect Peter. a sincere rant. But here we are. <laughs> here we are. So, I, I just think we got we got to get used to the fact that like the the the, the model is changing. Mm. So the reality is, it's more about what the model is today as opposed to being industry plants. I mean, industry plants are always going to exist, though. Mm. You know what I mean? But, like, you know, I, I, I just think that the model itself is changing overall. Fair play. Mace. Nah, Sam hit it right on the head. Industry plants have always existed, and they still exist. Like, at the end of the day, bro, like, you want to be honest, and I don't mean to keep dragging the 90s, bro, but Tupac was in a full, fully, a full feature-length film before his first album drop, bro. Oh. Eminem's album as a white rapper was slid to Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre didn't hear this shit on the wrong. 
there was motherfuckers at Interscope that said, hey, send this shit to Dr. Dre. You know what I'm saying? 50 Cent had a whole story. I was shot nine times. I was beefing with Supreme. I'm a, I'm, I'm gangsta. I'm street. Like, if you really want to break down the shit, there's always been industry plans. There's always been artists that music execs have figured out, hey, they got a story. They got a background. They got, they're going to be the one to pop. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck how the music sound. They're going to be the one. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, I feel like nowadays, when you can go back to a motherfucker's Facebook and you can go back to, you know, you can Google someone's junior high school photos. Nowadays is the easiest day to spot an industry plant. The industry plants were really running wild in the golden yeah. era. If you want to keep it a buck, if you want to be honest, you know what I mean? And, if, and, and honestly, I don't feel wow, like it's bro. industry nah, plants. Name, name some names. Who, just who did. I just did. Three of them. The three of the all-time greatest selling rappers could have been, you might said, have been industry plants. Eminem, 50, and... And Tupac. My GOAT. You know what I mean? Like, you just find a motherfucker who just happened to have the mother in the Black Panthers. Coincidence or not, I don't fucking know. Chat, but stand I'm, down. Stand down. Listen, <laughs> man. Just get with Pac, man. I'm nah, what saying. he's saying is, is that their story is sellable. And the people who are meant, who are in the business of selling records, will take these guys marketable man and market but, them to sell records. Exactly. Okay. But 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 if I could just chime in real quick, because I mean, a, a sellable story is one thing. I, I, does Coyle Ray have? What a do you sellable think? Record story? We gonna get. We gonna get there. We gonna get there. Industry dude. Yeah. And my whole thing is that like the industry plants didn't prove that the industry was fake. There's been plenty of shit. Was my. We found out Drake was had ghostwriters, bro. You know what I'm saying? Jay-Z bought his album Platinum in the first week. Motherfuckers <laughs> like Gravy was getting shot on purpose for fucking, you know what I mean? Like notoriety, bro. The game is, the kayfabe has been fucking shown, bro. <laughs> the Montreal screw job is a thing of the past. We know the game is fake, bro. Mm. So it's like the industry plans bro, nowadays. Yeah, Even we got them, but we always have. We're finesse two times right now with the white boy saying that he's he, he, he's a snitch. snitch and all that. I, the first thing I thought was was this is fake. He's just trying to get some clicks. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So 1090 Jake is the devil, man. Here's what I'll say. Uh, I think that the industry plants have ruined the game, but I think they ruined it by accident because. Industry plants in 2023, shit, like let's say 2020, 2019, they've been known, especially their handlers specifically, have been known to take the easy route. And in modern era, the easy route is TikTok. So if you fire on TikTok, you got a billion streams on TikTok. That means you're a megastar. That means you get this record deal. That means you get the spins. That means you get the album, right? And I think that because they've realized that before, whereas our industry plant, like who Mace named earlier, you had to run them through the gamut. They still was artists, even with even if they were plants, you still had artist development. Fifty still had to do what he had to do to, to move those diamond units. M had to move those diamond units. Pac had to move those diamond units because they ran through industry development, artist development. Part of me, artist development has been replaced by TikTok. So if a bunch of fourteen-year-olds are running your views up. Right, and I make one video, and let's say 14 year old me sees Coilerae, and I run, I, I watch that video myself at least a thousand times. I've ran those numbers up. But when the album drops, and we're talking about equivalencies, if one person is watching that video OD times, you run into the problem that 
it's only 10k units sold because yeah she got a, a billion views but a billion views if you divide it by a handful of people who watched it you you end up with about 10k you know what i'm saying if you look at her numbers on spotify like from like monthly users it's probably like in the millions because niggas keep downloading they run the same it. few songs they players, run it. the remix of players and all that so to me the industry players ruined the game because the handlers have figured out that the internet can inflate your stats. We saw it with 6ix9ine even. You find a way to inflate your stats, make you seem bigger than what you actually are, but in reality, it's, 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 it's algorithms that are designed for you to run numbers up. And it's also people who love your shit and they run your numbers up. Coyle Ray, to me, is, is a victim of that, for lack of a better word. Because for her to be on radio as much as she was, to, to be on stage, to be seen, to be, to be viral, Samples. As much as he was to now have 10k units sold, that's tough because she was talking big shit on Math Podcast about mm-hmm. her chart placements. Mm-hmm. I watched that clip and I'm like, oh, she, I mean, she did that. Fair is fair. She did that. But who's responsible for who did that? A handful of people? Are you really a start to me? Like, what's real anymore? Who's truly a, outside of Taylor Swift, Drake, Kendrick Lamar? Kendrick, uh, J. Cole on a lesser level as far as modern day stars, who's really doing that? Uzi. Uzi. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe uh, I know I'm forgetting somebody right now, but the name is escaping me. But it's like, there's a handful of people who are really doing that. But the rest of y'all are just a product of boosted numbers. And the, f- the fact that record labels are so lazy to do the work, they're relying on social media to boost, to inflate the stats. They cut the legs out of these artists. Even the baby, the baby was a product of social media, and the first time he got canceled, he didn't have real fans who would stand behind him because it was all a social media trend. We shouldn't be relying on trends to establish who the next artist is. It should be it should be real fandom, real music, real elite shit. Coilerie don't make elite shit. She she she's a product of trending. Mm-hmm. To to that end, um, I, I think part of it is laziness on, on the part of the industry and the mm-hmm. labels. But I think also it's just like ignorance, like not, you know, these labels and these label heads and, 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 and corporate heads, uh, they don't they don't know what to make of this modern. Era. They don't know how to work it. They don't know how to, you know, spin it uh, in, in the in, in the right way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that 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 old model is because everything is fake, and now, right? And now there's a new model, and they're but they're trying to figure out like. How does it actually work? And every time they think that they have it figured out, like it doesn't work out for them. Like, In the words of Roddy Pipe, but just when you think you have the answers, we change the questions. Right. <laughs> Let's get up out of here. Walt, we've kept Walt over time. Walt, we love you. We love you for tolerating our shit. I'm sorry. We got to my favorite segment of the podcast, the mailbag. I was very jealous on 74. <laughs> yeah, I got to do the mailbag yes, without sir. me. And I'm like, this is my favorite segment. This is where we get to talk to the people who talk to us mm-hmm. for better or worse. So we got three installments of the mailbag. First one comes from Pump and Nikki. That's that's the name. Pump and Nikki? Pump and Nikki. Pussy ass nigga said Drake oh. is mob tied. Fuck out of here. You dudes are clear you dudes clearly are cornballs. Lil Wayne wasn't writing his own shit or Drake, they don't count. Drake ain't stealing Jay-Z ain't stealing Biggie's rhymes anymore. Y'all dudes need to stick to music. So I'm not sure what podcast he's been watching. <laughs> first and foremost. Cause for you to say, you know what I mean, Wayne wasn't writing his own shit. 
Jay Z isn't sticking, isn't stealing Biggie's rhymes. Drake is mob title, whatever the fuck. That's not us. Who you said that here? In what? fact, <laughs> you agree with everything we say He's on the pod. Right. Like, I'm really confused you, by sir. this. We said that it's Wayne doesn't write his shit. I've said that Jay got so much more bosses have been bitten than the shit he took from Big. Like, it's, it's not even close. It's yeah. like, the fr- it's world. fractionable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The world bites whole. And we randomly mentioned Mob Ties the last episode. Like, right. Passing. It was almost like he, he got mad at the idea that we said it without realizing who we are. And again, that's the thing. I think I've said it in the past. A lot of y'all write comments before you actually listen yes. to us. You know what I'm saying? You, mm. you, you fucked around trying to insult us, and you agreed with us. That's why I highlighted it on the mailbag because it's like a lot of y'all niggas are stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> how you how you try to Amen. kill us, but you ended up agreeing with all the shit, all, all of our, our points, rhetoric. All I talk, you agreed with make it. it makes sense. So nobody has to respond to that. To the next one, the truest, another chat legend. Shout out Facts. to truest. He says, "Push gotta respond. It's almost too late already. I'm already to chalk it up as an L at this point." Of course, sin hating LOL. If not spit those bars, he'd be falling over. He'd be falling all over himself to D ride it. Nas got four consecutive seven to seven point five albums. Stop capping. Sincere the rap song. This is yours. Um, listen, like, <laughs> look, if we're counting this as as round one, it goes to pusher. You know what I mean? That's that's all it is. Like, does I? I was saying push has to respond because like. Um, Jim started talking greasy about, you know, family members and all that. But like, you know, it, it, if if Pusha doesn't respond or if he put, responds like eventually, at some point down the line, like whatever. But like, if we take this as round one, like, who's, come on, it's Pusha was bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, this is what like one one record versus one record Pusha one Truist that round. Like, what are you talking about? And then last but not least, we have user. I don't even know if he, he didn't he didn't make a, a at name and because YouTube is in the ads now, he fumbled by not creating an at name. So I gotta I gotta spell it out. <laughs> user K Y eight N D two R Z four F. Create a name, bro. Designation. <laughs> he says, once again, Jay-Z fans trying to diminish Nas because they have no other way to to, to worship Jay. He spelled worship. W A R S H I P. He doesn't know how to spell worship. Wow. Worship? Who they know has been outclassed. So they have to find a way to try to downplay this man. If you're a fan of hip hop, there's no way you can even fix your own mouth to even entertain the idea that the King's Disease trilogy is overrated. Bitch. Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. wait hold on. Wow. Bitch. By holding comparison. Clown emoji. So. Yet again, we're just trying to highlight to y'all the kind of shit we got to deal with. <laughs> I'm going to answer this one. Thank you. You know, please. <laughs> this person is commenting on our live where we said, is King's disease overrated? Right? Mm-hmm. And in that live, we were talking about the fact that people in that comment section from the previous video said were telling us, including the truest, that we were overrating the King's disease series. This person who has no at name had to have written this comment before he watched the video. <laughs> or he's a bot sent by people who don't fuck with us. I ain't gonna uh. call no names. Or he's a bot sent by people who want us out the paint to write this comment because we've been in the past to said good things about JC. It is what it is. It's documented. 
Find better minions. But but another person you sent to try to get us out the paint, apparently. But the reality is, had you pressed play and watched the video, this hadn't. I don't even think we mentioned Hove like that in that video. We were talking about the people who said that we were overrating. A lot of time talking about Nas. Yep. The original comment came from Dini calling them four classics yeah, and me debating it. Yeah. Like there was that never was a conversation, local celebrity bro. rapper mention at all. It just goes to show you that niggas would either take the take the instruction from people who need us out the way because we're hurting their business, or people who commented because they watched some old shit from a year ago before they actually press play on the video. They just thought we were just hating on Nas. And they didn't do their due diligence, and they let their old ego and opinion get in the way of the facts. I understand. Don't let, don't don't let the facts get in the way of a cool story. I said it to sin earlier. I understand that. Right. But this is when y'all when we get on our shit and we talk shit to certain people in the space, it's because we get comments like these. I just wanted to highlight that we gave Nas two classics out of four. Shit, great, good, great classic. Nobody said any of those albums were good. It was great or classic. Nobody rated anything under a four. Any of the four of us, four albums, nothing under a four. Nothing under a four. And it was like 4.75s, even fives. Come on, man. Last but not least, we are uptown. Uh-huh. Walt is calling us names under his breath. <laughs> but this nice Dominican harlot pulled up on him and said, Hey, here's some mango. Take it easy. Take it Cecilia realizes that Walt and this nice looking woman is outside of his crib eating mango, stepping on his roses, and he needs them too. Get off my lawn. Get the fuck off his lawn. Watch watch the tulips too, man. Please. Spend a lot of time on them. Um, Look, I'm just just gonna reiterate um, some of the things that I've already said here and I might have said in some of our past videos, Uh, but I feel like it needs to be said again. Um, anybody that is supporting this quantity over quality culture needs to get off my lawn. Uh, even if that includes some of my brothers from this rap round table, um, I, I I understand the, the age that we live in. Um, but look, man, I, I would, at the end of the day, I would much rather have a good quality body of work. Uh, rather than somebody saying, hey, it's it's summertime. I need to put something out. And that something is kind of happening. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, also, like, I, I appreciate um, artists that, that do take the time out to, like, live life and work, like, work through issues if, if they're having issues. Um, if they're having, you know, writer's block or, or trying, you know, having trouble getting into a creative zone like taking some time out away from the spotlight social media you know uh, the, the the standard media all of that just take some time away you know what i mean get yourself right come back when you feel right and give us give you know find a story to tell us you know what i mean but like you know certain artists like again drake that feel this pressure to like just because it's a certain season of the year having to give us something uh, just to tide us over, just to, you know, feed us something half-assed or half-baked. Like, I don't I don't appreciate that because you're not telling me, you haven't stepped uh, away enough to even have a compelling story or compelling song to give me. You know what I mean? You're just giving me rehash shit 
that sounds like the last rehash shit that you put out because of the same thing because you felt this pressure to have to come out with something to feed your 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 fans of casuals and basics you know what i mean <laughs> and so uh so no like I, I i need anybody that that feeds into this culture of quality over quantity needs to get off of my lawn mm. normalize nor, normalize taking some time away normalize you know stepping away from the limelight normalize you know living life so you have a compelling story to tell us the next time you come around listen we we love artist debut albums because they've had an entire life that they've lived that led up to that debut album but then after that debut album you want them to come back every six months every year that that doesn't for the most part there's certain certain anomalies that can do that but for the most part most people cannot live enough life within six months in a year to come back spin back around and give us compelling material and a compelling story to, to tell us the next go around so just normalize letting artists be humans and stepping away so that they can give us some quality material the next time they come up and and get off my lawn get off my lawn listen if you just putting out shit for niggas to click the link get off my lawn if you on social media saying the link is in my bio get off my lawn if you just dropped a fire album and you decided that you needed to roll right back three months later, please. Get off my lawn. If you feel like you need to protect how lit you are by putting out shit all the time, even if it's low tier, low low calorie bullshit. Get off my lawn. Get the fuck off the lawn. You know what, Sam? What up? The OVO paperwork was filed. The pink slip was ready. We was about to get rid of him. But these beats way too fucking hot. We're not getting rid of Sin, nigga. You crazy? <laughs> That's a fact. Why don't you keep your OVO chain? And speak, and speaking of that, I know when y'all here to get off the lawn, get off my lawn segment, that means it's time to leave. We have a very special interview right after this with Def Soldier, Social Memphis' own, Rock Nation's own mm. Def Soldier. Make sure that you don't dip off. Stay right in tune. Don't click away. Stay right in tune. And if you click away, you can also get off my lawn. Support these artists that we bring onto the platform because they represent what you represent as far as quality in the culture. So again, don't dip off. And as well, he has a freestyle on this said beat that you hear in the background. We do this shit for the culture. We do this shit for y'all. And we don't do no shady shit that only people who read between the lines can catch on to. Know that. We 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 have kept it funky with y'all from day one and we have no intentions of changing that. Dini, take us home. Want to give a shout out to Super Producer Walt, man. Mm -hmm. Always putting up with us, brother. We appreciate you, my guy. Um, shout out to the whole Social Misfit family. Shout out to Def Soldier. Shout out to Coach. It was great to have the brothers here. Stick around for that goddamn interview, y'all. Shit is fire. Fuck with me. Salute to Macito, the voice of the young people. Mouthpiece for hustlers. I'm back, motherfucker. You hear the production. You know what it is. I see you bopping. I see you. Holla at this man right here. Sincere, man. 819, man. Hit him on the gram. Hit him on Twitter. Get those beats. Holla at him. Javi. Be so fucking happy to have. Don't ever do that to us again, bro. God, <laughs> don't ever bad. have us run the three man offense yeah. again. Y'all did, did a hell of a job, bro. We appreciate you, brother. Yeah, the point guard is Shout bad. out to Javi Technician, man. Always on deck, man. I'm Dean the Bounce of the Force with our powers combined. We the fucking rap round table, man. We out of here, yes, you sir. dig? <laughs> 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 Catch that interview.
Don't tune away. Interviews on deck. As promised, Def Soldier, friend of the show, returns to the rap roundtable. Yes, yes, yes. What's goody? Goody fellas, it's been it's been about I would say like almost a year to the day that you were on the last time. Yeah, about you know yeah. what I mean. I would yeah. say since that time, there's been a lot of moves that's been made. Yes, a lot of elevation, a lot of success. Mm-hmm. But of course, there's more music. Mm-hmm. Last time we saw you, it was 42 square miles. You you broke down the BX experience on wax. Yes. Now, Moonlight Marauder. Uh-huh. This this seems it feels like a totally different vibe from the last time you were here. So before we get into anything else about you for the new listeners that we have, let us know about your new project, Moonlight Marauder. First of all, what does that even mean for the dummies out there? Moonlight Marauder. Man. Well, first of all, it's a marauder is to loot. You yes. know what I'm saying? So right. you know, what I mean, we coming to loot for you, loot your ears. You know what I'm saying? And you know, we doing under the moonlight. You know what I mean? <laughs> Catch you sleeping if you ain't paying attention. <laughs> get caught out there. You know what I'm saying? You know, misfit shit. Feel me? Talk about it. Yeah, you know, that's what it is. You know what I mean? Just, you know, we just coming to loop for y'all ears, man. It's a, it's, it's a different wave out there. You know what I mean? And you know, everybody follows the the Griselda format, right? Yeah. So you know, you gotta sometimes artist-wise step out of that that box and and show a different side of it. Like yo, you can still do it with the sound that you want to do it with. You know what I'm saying? Talk about it. You know. Artists gonna make good music regardless, whether it's boom bad, whether it's whatever. You know what I mean? You're gonna get on there, you know what I mean? If it's hitting right, you're gonna get right. You know what I'm saying? So Alright, so let me follow up with, with a question. You mentioned, you know, the aesthetics of the Griselda movement. Yeah. So I, I'm assuming that you're talking about like the sonics, the beat selection, yeah. drumless beats, the subject matter, etc. So based on what you're saying, if if I put on this new project, are we going away from that sound? Yeah, okay. it's something different. Like, you know what I mean? When we sat down, when, when me and the team sat down, and shout out to Seth Bash, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Out of Switzerland. He produced the whole project. So shout out to Seth. Okay. okay. Switzerland. Um, Reaching far and wide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Worldwide. Like, you know what I mean? He he sent me he sent me a beat one day and it was like, you know, all right, let's rock with that. And we did it. That actually was illustrious. That's mm-hmm. the first one we did. And um after that I was like, let's see what else we got mm. going on. And he started sending me beats and it was just like I like where this is going, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like this is a certain sound where, you know, I feel I still feel comfortable, I still feel like it's me, but it's a different sound that you used to if you pay attention to my catalog or you know what I mean, in the recent year or so. It's different from what you normally hear from me. So I think it was just a challenge. It was something that pushes me as an artist okay. to want to do something that's not, you know what I mean? That's not the norm out here, you know what I mean? Yeah, Which exactly. is, you know what I mean? Just getting on the dusty boom, you know what I'm saying? Boom baps and the loops and all that <laughs> stuff. Well, you know what I mean? Which I love. Don't well, get it twisted. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I was about right. to say that. Like, hold on. Don't I, don't, no. You know, <laughs> I get real emotional about that on the <laughs> internet. Right? Relax. 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 I love it. Like, what you mean by that? That's the essence. You know what I mean? I love it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We all get, you know what I'm saying? As MCs, that's we get busy on those type of beats, but you know, it was just something that, well, you know, I felt like it was, I just needed a change, right? You know what I'm saying? I needed something yeah. different, you know what I mean? Something that's gonna have me stand out from the crowd, you feel me? You know what I mean? From right. the black well, sheep, well, sheep of this thing. Well, what was it that drew you so much to this production? Because, um, from, from my end, uh, Dini and I, uh, we heard some, some of the project, um, and we were kind of floored by like the, the, the quality of the production. Um, and there was something about like the, the the texture of the sound that was like I actually turned to Dini and was like, "Yo, I know this guy samples off of vinyl. Like, mm-hmm. it, you can't get this sound mm-hmm. off of anything else other than vinyl." 
Like what 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 are some of the things that drew you to his sound? It was just it was just di- it was just a it was different and it was just a challenge for me. Like it was just like you know, you know, like coach made the play. You know what I mean? So when coach mm. made the play and then started the sending the beats, shout out, sending the beats and all that, I'm just like, all right, this could work. It was just a challenge. It was just something that Happy. I wanted to Happy. to dive into. Like the beats wasn't it wasn't the norm, but it was also something that just about it that kind of just made me feel like oh nah this will this be a game changer right. if we do this correctly you feel right. me so that was a challenge for me like you know what I'm saying like I said I want to make music that s- stands out you know what I'm saying I think I said it the last time I was here I want a Teflon catalog these are one of the these are one of the albums that could that help that cement that for me you feel yeah, me that sure, when you yeah. go back and you say oh well this one this is not the norm that you hear from me this is something nice. different but it's also still soldier we, we were definitely impressed when we heard what we heard. Oh, man. Thank you, man. Thank yeah. you. Nah, I like that, man. I got to tell you right now, like, you even seem more comfortable in this chair from the last time. The conversation so far is flowing. It seems like these experiences you've had over the last 12 months or so, like, it's kind of changed you a little bit. You know what I mean? No, it definitely did. It did. Like, just the, Can you speak you know, to that? Like, like what experiences did, have you led to that that got you to this point where I'm, I'm comfortable doing interviews, I'm comfortable talking about my craft without having to think about it too much, et cetera? Knowing that it's real Got and it's reaching you, you feel me? Like you know, when you first as an artist, when you start getting, start moving around, everything kind of it feels fast, mm-hmm. right? So then it slows down, and you kind of see the, the playing field for what it is now. Like, all right, I know what I gotta do. I know how to handle this now. So you know, touring, going to different countries and seeing people reacting to my music the way they reacted to my music. It's like, oh no, like, oh no, you really got this. You got this. Cause you know, we all walk as artists, rappers, we all go into this like, yo, we the cockiest nigga. I'm the illest nigga in the world, <laughs> right, right? Right, right? right? But in the back of your mind, you feel you want people, you know what I'm saying? When you get on that stage, you want people to feel it. And sometimes, you know what I'm saying, you might get that doubt, like, oh, maybe it's not that as good as mm-hmm. what I think it is, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And touring and seeing that and seeing people really reacting to it and, and seeing the fan base grow kind of helped me with that, you know what I mean? Okay. And showed me that, oh no, this is it's real. You know what I mean? So all you gotta do is just Keep your head down and keep firing. You okay. Know what I'm saying? Talk, it's gonna talk be your there. shit though. Like where where you been at? Where you to what? Oh what man, we have, we've been we've been to Germany. Shit. We've been to Tbilisi. We've been to Amsterdam. We've been to London. Ooh. We've been to Paris. You know what I'm saying? That's Next it. time we are gonna hit Switzerland, man. We supposed to been out oh, there. Wow. You know what I mean? But we are gonna hit Switzerland soon. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, man. Like that was hit, hit crazy. Seven, seven, you was over there. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know gotta what link up. It was just crazy, just being a you know say across the pond and it's like yo. They look at you know what I'm saying you get on that stage and the people are reacting to it and they're like oh this is crazy you know what I'm saying yeah. after the show they like yo nah you was ill and it was just it was beautiful man it was beautiful what was your favorite place not not to play favorites out there like <laughs> so they were man. all Hold equally on, great what place that where, treated where did you, you the best your best experience <laughs> where, there we go the most fun? Amsterdam for the weed of course you know what I'm saying yeah, I never I always wanted that was on our bucket list you know what I'm saying for me to go out there but the best time I'm gonna lie is Tbilisi. Mm. I had a great time in Tbilisi, man. Like, like mm. that was, that was ill, man. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I never even heard of that place before. Bro, you know I'm about to Google <laughs> map it right <laughs> now. Bro. You, man, you, like, you better than me. That. I was like, I don't know where that's at, but I ain't saying shit. <laughs> Yo, I want to sound uncultured. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, now we're right? Right? All right, but that's the the crazy thing about that. It was that they genuinely knew what was going on. They was tapped in. When we got there, they was tapped in. They they, they roll out the red carpet for us. It was wow. like kings out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it was like, it was beautiful to see because we never been there. You know what I'm saying? And you know, um, fun fact, I think it was we was the first East Coast rappers out there, right? On the hip hop act, right? Mm. That's good. 
Coolio. Coolio was the only act that was there before hip hop. Why? You know what I'm saying? So it was real dope. That was a, you know what I'm saying? This, we made history going out there. You know what I mean? And the love, the crowd, man. Listen, <laughs> man. Like you, it's hard to recreate that energy that that we see. Now it's hard for me to tell you you wasn't there, but yeah. when I tell you, you have the to be there. Was, yeah, it's one of those. It was it was incredible. Man. Nah, I'm incredible. like I wasn't there. But I seen the footage, you know what I'm saying? I seen yeah, the way people loud. are reacting, man. And um, salute to the fans out there, and um, you know what I'm saying in Europe, bro. They they really do support, man. Like they really come out. I see them chanting, singing word for word, ten toes down, man. They love dice signing, and you know what I'm saying. They really support. Salute to them for doing it. That's a I fact. Appreciate that, salute man. to everybody that was out there, man. From Germany to London, Paris to Amsterdam to Tbilisi, they show wild love. And look, I'm trying to go back. Would you say that that overseas experience, meeting different, you know, cultures, people who speak different, even if it's English, speak a different language, uh -huh. did that play a role in the creative process for this project? Yeah. As far as? Yeah, because um, I understood that there's a market that seriously love hip hop and mm -hmm. they not just, you know, the norm. They like they like everything of hip hop. Okay. So, you know, you could give them something like Moonlight Marauder and they're going to appreciate that like it's the best thing in the world you okay. feel me like they just they, they they absorb it differently than than the states you know what oh. i'm saying and you know it's so not to the states or nothing like that but they just they they they, they feel the music differently you feel me so um when i approached the record it was just more like you know not to say i was writing to tap into those type of fans but i knew that the sound was gonna it's gonna really generate differently over there you know what I'm saying? It's gonna hit. It's gonna hit a certain way. Like you knew there was there was more than what you had done previously as far as the audience base. Like sonically, there's there's more I could tap into. Essentially, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I like I like I like that approach. So, as far as this project goes, are there any like if I'm a a new fan of Death, uh -huh. I came across you at a show. I didn't know who you were. Mm -hmm. Now this is the first project since I came to that show. Mm -hmm. Are there certain standout songs on this project that I need to look for? That that yo, when I was in the studio, like I bodied that. This is a record mm -hmm. that's gonna stand. Ah man, because it changed every day. Mm. But I would say, we in the way. CD one on one point nine. It's a few, it's a few joints on there that are really, you know what I mean? Like, oh shoot, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Bob Ross joint, mm -hmm. I like a lot. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Sleeves. You know what I mean? Shout out to my guy Jizzy Blanco. He's on there. You know what I mean? Sleazy. You know what I mean? But um, it's a it's. It's a few drops. I think you're gonna like the album as a whole. I think the cohesiveness of the album is kind of like it just it flows very well. I think you're just gonna like everything. It does. You know what okay. I, mean? okay. I, I can, I well. can so tell smooth. you from having heard it, it does. It like beginning to end, I was like, yo, there's no, I, I didn't, I was like, this shit is fire. There's no skip from this. Uh, I see, that's, see, that's what we aim for. Yeah. Thank you for that. You know what I mean? That's what we aim for, you know what I mean? Yeah, we aim for a non-skip album. You know what I mean? Like, when the last non-skip album, you know what I mean? So let me ask you this. I got to play Devil's Advocate a little bit, just a mm -hmm. little bit. Going back to the sound, you have a fan base who's expecting a certain thing of Death Soldier. Mm -hmm. You've decided to, you know, I'm, I'm going to go left a little bit mm -hmm. on this one. What do you say to those people that say, this is not the Death Soldier I signed up for? Rock with me. Okay. Just rock with me because as an artist, you don't want me to stay in the box. You don't want me to keep doing the same thing over and over again, right? How many times I'm gonna just, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, tell you. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you want it, you want to see me, you, you want to see the the, the the experience. You want to hear that. You want to hear the growth of an artist, right? So you want to. I don't want to hear somebody talking about just being on the block all day. 
being in the hallway all day, slinging like, all right, right. we, we right. heard you do that, right? right? But if you call yourself an artist, what can else can you do? What what can you teach me? What kind of gems you drop as an artist? Did you grow? You know what I'm saying? Like, did you do something? We didn't want to see Denzel doing the same type of movies. We don't want to see Will nice. Smith doing the same type of movies. We want to see something. We want to see the artist grow. We want to we want to see you be able to step out your comfort zone. And this is this was a challenge for me. And okay. I and I and I pride myself on doing that and and still keeping my core following. Okay. You know what I mean? Artists I like out that. there, challenge yourself. Yes, I like I don't that. Feel, I don't feel like I'm the same a, shit. Yeah, exactly. I don't feel like I'm going to lose anything. I feel like it's going to be probably, you know, you're always going to have the good and the bad, right? So I feel like it's going to be some people that say, oh, I don't really, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I feel like, you know, for those people who feel like that, it, it'll catch up to you later. Yeah. It'll catch sure. up and you'll Before understand you what that I question, I just want to say, this is an artist saying that. Yes, and when right. we say... If you a fan of an artist and they decide to go on a journey outside of their comfort zone, instead of bitching on the internet, follow them. Work with to me, oh, like, he's tried. right, Work like, with them. in this internet age, I feel like a lot of fan bases are phony. They just, they like an aesthetic. They don't really like the artist. Yes. They like exactly. what the artist is doing sonically. If you really fuck with said artist and he decides he wants to do something or she decides they want to do something else, take the ride with them. Like, you know, back in our day, Reasonable didn't sound like Volume 2, which didn't sound like Blueprint. But we nope. took the trip. Facts. Shit, 36 Chambers ain't sound like forever. Yep. But we took yep. the trip. Yep, that's a fact. That's what I want to say. Go ahead, Sam. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So that, uh, speaking on um, actors, you mentioned a couple of actors there. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about, like, the, uh, the accompanying uh, feature that's coming along with the... All right, album? so yeah, definitely. So right. we decided to, you know, you know, when we approach an album, we want to do something different, right? You want your rollout to be different, right? You don't want to just be in a camera rapping all the time, right? Everybody right, right, right. does that. So we decided to go with a movie, mm. and you know, um, a lot of the songs on the album is, a, you know, every time I make an album, it's about my life. It's about what's going on, past, present. You know what I'm saying? What I see in the future. So we decided to do a movie, and it's like. It's kind of based on, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Me growing up, losing a brother. Mm. Oh, okay. Right? This so is real, real life? Get a, yeah, okay. definitely. You feel me? So it's a little spin to it. I don't okay. want to give it all up. Oh. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean? It's a little spin to it. But we definitely decided to make this a, a film and say, look, you know, we went back to the Moonwalker days with, mm -hmm. you know, in the streets is watching where it's like, wow, this is a feature film that's... for the album. You know what I'm saying? Instead yeah. of just dropping a single in the video and you just rap in front of the camera. Nah, we ain't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Let's make a film about the album. You know what I'm saying? About, about marauding. About, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Taking the ears back. Taking, taking the listeners back. And, you know, when you see the film, you're going to understand it. You know what I'm saying? Because they okay. go hand in hand. So when you okay. see the film, you're going to understand the album more. You know what I mean? When you hear the album, you're going to understand the film more. You yeah. know what I mean? So it goes yeah, hand yeah. in hand. Shout out to um, Hassan Johnson. You know what I yes. mean? You signed up to the film. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to... Uh, it's a lot of cast members that's in there. I can't remember right name. Shout out to Raina Simone, who helped narrate the album. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Shout out to Jay Skies, who, who dropped a, a verse on the album. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah. So this, this is a fully thought out experience. Yeah. You know oh, I mean? we don't play. Honestly, listen, like, a social well, misfit, we don't play. Like, listen, this is not This is not something you, that we you got come in. Like, I don't want to step on you. Well, you got another question before I go in? No, I, I was going to ask how, um, that relationship with Hassan Johnson. If y'all don't recognize the name Hassan Johnson, we be from The Wire. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, you know what I mean? How, how did that relationship, can you talk oh, man, about like, that a little bit? Listen, how did that man. come up? 
Big Doe run the plays, man. Coach, <laughs> man. He got a certain line on certain people that was able to con- um, contact Hassan. Coach. And, you know, when he heard the album, he was like, oh, nah, what's up? Let's do something. Mm. And then he saw the script and was like, I'm I'm invested. Now, that's so, real because he, he heard the album. He heard he the album. Like, yeah. I'm fucking with you. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? He read the script and was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay. Once, once that happened, it was like, oh, this is really, you know what I mean? Because, you know, as you working towards it, it's like, yeah, we making this happen, but we certain pieces that you need to, you know, to complete right. something. He, he jumped on board and was like, oh, all right, back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's do it. Like, you know what I mean? He was fully invested in it. You know what I mean? Shout out to Hassan, man. Like, he didn't, you know what I mean? He wasn't there on some, you know what I mean? He, he came through real professional and showed love, man. And, wasn't on no Hollywood shit, basically. Yeah, man. And he, he, I got he really that. helped. The, he really helped the film, man. It's gonna. You want to enjoy it, man. I can't wait, man. Moonlight Marauder, man. You heard? Let's stick. Let's stay with the film. Um, another, another connective thread that we talk about on this pod is the old school way of promoting projects, mm-hmm. right? Like we feel personally. I know the table doesn't like the idea of the project drops Friday, and you're telling me on Thursday that it drops tomorrow. Yeah. As opposed to giving me a date. Giving me some promo, giving me something that builds the anticipation. So the idea of doing a movie and attaching a visual to it, doing the trailer that y'all dropped on, on the socials as well, that's fire. Shout out to Coach. So the, the whole the whole idea of this question is, what is the whole idea and the vibe like working with Coach to have that visionary behind you to say, yo, let's do it this way? Because sometimes, you know, you work with people, it's like, eh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Especially as a rapper. I know rappers... We like our ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what is it like for you to say, all right, coach, you know, I'm going to follow you on this one. We're going to make this play. Are you comfortable with that? Like, what made you comfortable with that, et cetera, et cetera? From, from the first time I met him, we sat down and we had a conversation. It wasn't really just about management. Mm-hmm. It was just about just, like, personalities and and what he saw. And on a human how, level. And, yeah, right? And it was like, Yo, look, before, you know, before I jump in the whip with you and, and take this just journey with you, I have to. You got to promise me that you gonna. You got my best interest. Right. And he gave me his word, and then after that, I seen the move that he was making. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no problem, man. You know what I'm saying? He a student of the game. You know what I mean? He ain't no. He in here for the. You know what I'm saying? For the quick buck and yo, I just want to make somebody big and get up out of here. Nah, he's really in it for the purity of the game. For the love of the game. You feel me? And that's important because okay. that's what we. You know, we want to keep the torch alive. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So he understands that ever, and he used to do it. You know what I'm saying? He used to be out there in the field. So it's like, why not go with somebody who had that experience already? You know what I'm saying? That could say, nah, I know I, I know what we're going to do. This is the move we're going to make. This is the right move we're going to gotcha. make. You know what I'm saying? Of course, do, of course, do I want to, you know what I'm saying? Do we kind of come at crossroads a little bit? You know what I'm saying? But that's, of course, that's creative that's, process, you're going to bump Exactly, hands. right? But at the end of the day, we all find common ground and we make it work. You know what I'm saying? My brother ain't still me wrong yet. You know right. what I mean? So, Absolutely. And when that happens, like, you got that trust. Yeah, man, trust all the way. Yeah, because you know you, you're dealing with my career. This is I'm, I'm putting my I'm putting my all into this. You know what I'm saying? So you managing the blood, sweat, and tears, and trying to make it like yo, look, I'm a I'm a I'm a mold that into something. You know what I mean? That people are gonna appreciate the, the brand and everything. You know what I mean? So you you, you know what I mean? You hold the keys to that. You know what I mean? So if I can if, if I got an idea, he could bring it to life for me. You know what I mean? He's gonna make sure that I have to. Be- he got my best interest. You know what I'm saying? So okay. it's not like having nobody like that in your corner. You know what I mean? That, that, that's fire. That's fire. So now I, I'm gonna ask another question. You know, it's it's on the internet, so I'm gonna ask it. Shoot it. You put the work in. Mm-hmm. Ten toes down. Project after project. Stage after stage. Jov goes on the internet one day. He's scrolling. You know, minding his business on company time, getting paid to do nothing. <laughs> and then I see 
My homies is in the Rock Nation office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that like? Forget, forget you signing right, whatever. What was that like being in that room? Considering where you started from to yeah. get to that space. I just want to know what it was like in that moment. It was it was surreal. Because, you know, we all, you know, I never been to a label meeting. Never right. had a label meeting in my life. You know what I mean? I never went down to Def Jam. I never went to none of these places to do anything. I so mean, I did that shit. Shout out Atlanta. When, um, Fuck y'all, but still. When he gave me the... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? When he gave Jar me the call... Grudges. Always. He gave, he gave me the call and he was like, yo, we got a meeting at Rock Nation. I'm at work, mind you. I'm like... <laughs> you sure? Like, word? I said, if you telling me this, I'm leaving. I'm out of here right now. Like, I'm leaving right now. He's like, yo, I'm dead serious. We got one lined up. Two days went by, and then he called me back. Like, yo, that's so on today. I left work. I'm not coming back. I'm out of here. Right? Boom. I know what it was. We, we gone. That's mm-hmm. over. When we get in there, and it was like, you know, you still get the jitters. Like, oh, my goodness. I'm in the office. When I got That's what office. I wanted to hear, because I'm like, oh, shit. We in this office. Yeah, yeah like, you know what I'm saying? When I get the to logos. the door. Yeah, I got to the door, and they had to... Name tag and everything for me, and I'm like, oh, you know, I was coming and all that, like, oh, for real, like, it's really oh, like, this is formal, for real, you know what I'm saying? So just being in there and, and hearing them say, you know, you know, it was a genuine talk. It wasn't like, yo, we just like your music, so we wanna, we wanna put you on the label because, you know, what I mean, we think it was a real, like, no, we could help your brand, right. help your brand expand. It was more, I felt comfortable. It was just like talking to coach. Mm-hmm. I felt like that again. It was like. Oh no, this makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And it was just, it was just, oh, man, I mean, listen, man, I look at that picture all the time. Like I was really there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I was really there. Like the hard work paid. You know what I'm saying? Not say that it paid off, but the hard work to get me here now, I get to really, really put in the work. Yes. I get to really, I got, I got the backing now to really shake shit up the way I want to shake shit up. You know what I mean? So just being in there was just surreal, man. It was just unbelievable just to be in there and sit down with people that say, yo, I like your music. Mm. I like what you're doing. I'm gonna bring your boy. Now that's nothing other than putting the work in and then seeing the dividends on the other side of that. A lot of times you yeah. can spend a lot of years doing shit and you don't go nowhere. Right. So, to, like. so, to, so to, to get that not based us. on what you did, <laughs> nah, based on what you did and not nothing else, yeah, it's a beautiful feeling. So now I got another question for you. I'm sorry, y'all, if I'm dominating. I, mean, I like Def. Def, Def, Def is a good guy. Um, I we gonna go the pick and roll. We're gonna, we gonna go back to like winter 2022 when we first met you, okay. right? We was in Williamsburg. You was mm-hmm. on stage. At the time, I didn't even know who yeah. was managing. I was like, this guy's dope. Yeah. I want him on the pod. Yeah. Before I knew any connection, I'm like, I want this guy on the pod. If you could, if you could look back to that, to that time when we first met up until now, as an artist, like, how different are you in, and in what way? I'm more mature on how to approach albums. Okay. Right? Before I met Coach, I was kind of, not to say I was just rapping on that got right you know what I mean not to say that I was just doing that I was able to put albums together but I looked at it a lot differently right I approach you know how to be able to expand the brand a lot more right so it wasn't just before me I'm just getting on stage rapping oh were you like that I bet follow me and I get on stage and I leave right but now it's like no you able to you got to be out there you got to shake hands and you got to talk so I feel like as an artist I'm more mature I'm more you know um aware of what I got going on, what I have in front of me before I, I just you know, rap. Rap my way into getting to where I want to get. I, I could rap every day. Now the door's open. Nah, it's not like that. It's right. a lot more to it. You know what I'm saying? Even though I kind of knew that back then, but now 
you know what I mean? He makes sure, coach makes sure I'm on my ten toes. Like, yo, nah, you gotta, we gotta do this. We gotta handle that. We gotta right. handle that. So now I just feel like I'm more mature as an artist. You, you know got a more of a, a understanding of the process. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Okay. It's just not just rapping. You know what I mean? You gotta really be on the business. Squeeze in. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because that this is the perfect timing because like my question is sort of along the lines of what Jarvis is asking. Uh, but my question is more so like in terms of like past year with all your experiences. Um, you know, going on tour, Rock Nation, making this film, plus, you know, this, this new uh, album project. Um, what what are some lessons that you've learned in the past year that you, some, some jewels that you can pass along to somebody that's, you know, at an earlier stage than where you are right now? Stop doubting yourself. Mm, Shit. Stop doubting yourself. Doubt is a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Because that is it's a disease. You feel me? You know what I mean? It's a disease. And I and I had a lot of it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna sit here in front. I had a lot of doubt about, you know, being able to do certain things in this in this in this industry. Don't doubt yourself. You feel me? Like you could we could I could sit here and boast and brag to you and say I'm the illest dude in the world, right? But then you have to show that, right? And then sometimes when we get alone artists, we tend to not when we see somebody else. Getting that right. Oh, how, yo, how he getting that? I'm right. better than you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Right. That, 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 you know what I mean? A lot of people get that shine and they just say, all right, cool. No, you got to put the work in. So there's times where you go to the school, we do that show. I got to come back home and I got to write music. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know what I mean? I can't go to sleep. I can't, I got to write this song because I need, got to keep, you know, it's exercise. It's you know a job mean? also. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when you hear stories with Kobe talking about, I'm taking a plane four in the morning to go to the gym to shoot around, right. come home, take my kids to school. I'm going back to the gym to shoot <laughs> around. Right. I come home to pick my kids up. I got a game tonight. Yeah, mm-hmm. I only know well, Nick fans talking about Kobe though. Like, let's. Nah, I love him. Slow down. What was that story? Motherfuckers was coming back from the club. They met Kobe on yeah, the way to the you gym. Feel me? Like, like, that's, yeah. I just feel. I feel like completely. exactly. Savage I feel mode. like you gotta have. Shout that. out Iverson. <laughs> you gotta have that savage mode. You gotta be able to still, still act like you eating ramen noodles every day. You know what I'm saying? You gotta feel like you still got that. You know what I mean? You, the shrimp is the shrimp and lobster ain't coming yet. You Facts. Know what I'm saying? Ain't coming yet. So you gotta still you gotta. I'm on a ramen noodle diet still. You know what I mean, and I try to show that and I try to put that into my music. You know what I mean? And, you know, and everything I do, anything yeah. I do. You know what I'm saying? Once I step outside, once you see me, I want, I want you to understand that I want this more than I want this more than anything. So you know what I mean? If I gotta get you out the way to get there, I'm gonna get you out the way to get there. Respect. It's just That's a misfit shit. way. Top tier hunger right there. The misfit way. You know what I mean? Mace, Dini, I got anything to add? Y'all been in the cut. Let, let me and Sink cook. I'm just watching y'all niggas like, these niggas asking all my questions. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, man. man I was like, did they plan this? Slow, this? <laughs> the super ISO triangles broke. I ain't gonna lie. That's gonna be a power, man. Bro, you know what I mean? <laughs> now, now we gotta we gotta divvy the crumbs of the work. Go ahead, defense. You know what I mean? Yo, on, now man. I gotta get my little 0.4 second shot now. Yo. My man brought up the whole, the fact that this has been a, like almost a calendar year. Yeah. And I ain't going to lie, pause, man. You get Everything's different about you, bro. Like when I first met you, mm-hmm. 
I was like, that nigga's a confident nigga. I could tell by the way yeah. he attacked the stage, the way he was just yeah. cooking with the bars. You got off stage, walked right. It just, it just so happens we lined right up mm-hmm. and I dapped and I said, yo, you different, bro. Nigga yeah. said, I appreciate that. I knew I was who I was kind of coming to see as far as talent. I knew I was going to see talent niggas, but you were very different, bro. And I've been to several of your appearances. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You, we did to the 40, to the 42 square miles. Yes. Um. Um. Album release. Yes. Yes. When, uh, e, I was at um, Catch Up. Yep. At Catch, Catch Up Gallery. gallery. Yep. And then, then I, you, did, you did the show. I did the headliner show. My first headliner show you was there. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I've experienced you in action a lot. Pause. You know what I'm saying? So I. You I know was, the rap round table gets out the studio. We get. Know? We outside. You know I mean? We outside. We out. We out here. That's a sob. Yeah. No, I was just there. I didn't perform there. No, 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 no. The one. Um. Fuck, no, you was nah, bro. I seen you perform at SOBs, bro. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. You wasn't at, you didn't. You gonna tell us, man, where nah, you Nah, nah, the one with Griselda, you wasn't on that? <laughs> nah, I wasn't on that one. Oh, that was wrong, my yeah, fool, my fool. That was wrong. Okay. No one scratch that, scratch that. I was wrong. I knew it was a, I knew it was a, I was there, though. I knew it was a coach affiliate. I was there, yeah. I got you there. Yeah, we During the, um, <laughs> during the Almighty Season show, but I've just, I've watched your elevation, bro. And I'm like really proud of you. You know Thank what I'm saying? You. Thank I know you. niggas don't really tell niggas that a lot. Like, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm really like, I'm really interested. I'm really invested in what you're doing. Appreciate it. And the shit you've been doing, my brother, you come a long way. Shout out, shout out. My tape is militant minded. That's my tape. Yeah. Shout out to Street of G. Yeah, shout no, out that's to my shit. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good. That's my when God. I first pretty much caught wind. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? I know you had a couple tapes before that. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was late. We was late. But. I just want to give you your flowers, you know what oh, I'm saying? Thank you, man. Like, thank the energy you. different. Remember, remember when Mace was like, um, Ace was like, my body's different. Yeah. I talk different. Like, yeah. everything's <laughs> different, bro. Because, you know, in that's a fact, way. bro. I told him, I said, yo, this is not the same nigga we interviewed a year in ago, an amazing bro. way. Right, because, because you just, your energy is just, your energy's yeah. on 10, bro. Because it, I, I see it. The grass is green in there. So it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, like, we run a, it's a tight ship at Social Misfit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my Shout brothers. out to the Misfits you know in the building tonight. Shout out tonight. to T. Austin. Shout Amazing out to Bang. Shout out to Streeter. Shout out to Sleeves. You know what I mean? Just T, Blanco. T. Shout out to Nave. You know what I mean? Shout mm-hmm. You know what I mean? T. So Austin. Salute. Those, um, like, we got some sharp, sharp shooters there. You feel me? And, you know. It's a great team, bro. You can't. We ain't here to slack and do nothing that's going to, you know what I mean? We right. trying to be, we trying to be the next regime. I, I believe we are the next regime. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. going to make some waves in this in this game, you know what I mean? That you're gonna remember 10 years down, like, oh, those guys, you know what I mean? Those guys was really, was really about it. I mean, we in the way. Okay. Yeah, before before Mace jump in, I got one more question. Go ahead, Dream feature. Styles P. Ooh. Styles be able to pull up on that man that juices for yeah. life. Yeah, <laughs> the crazy, yo, the crazy thing is, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, I can you see work, that too. yeah, man, you work, you, you work, you work to get, you know, the, the know, because you know, it's not about just you want the respect from your peers. You know what I mean? And he's one of the dudes that you know that kind of I studied since the beginning of this. You know what I mean? Like, he was one of the, my favorite ones of all time. Still, my favorite ones. You know what I mean? So, I want. For him to look at me and be like, nah, you one of them? Or say, like, yo, nah, you nice? That's you can it. make that happen. That's bro. it. That's it. You he's know a, what I mean? He's an like, uptown brother. You an uptown brother. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I believe it's going to happen. It's going to happen sooner or later. You feel me? I'm sure, you know he, would, I'm sure he, would, he would really appreciate you, bro. Yeah, man. I believe so, too. I believe so. And we met a few times. I told him. I said, yo, I'm, yo one day we're going to be on the song together. It's a few times. I got a picture 
I mean, I can't even throw that out, man. But ain't that ill? I got a picture. Ain't that ill to go from like saying we gonna be on the features to now we kind of in the same airspace. So yeah, you gonna get that, man. And I believe it. I believe it. You know what I mean? Put it out there. Um, I put a bow on everything since the chat probably wondering if Jav threw me on mute for this one. <laughs> um, I but love I love y'all chat. Don't worry. <laughs> we, don't, we don't actually have a mute button at the table. That's <laughs> just on Zoom. Nah, we have Walt. He's the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. shut the mics right. off in Walt the past. Right. We will do it again. <laughs> but I say this. I say this. Um, since, since 42 Square Miles, we've seen, just like you say, people shouldn't be surprised because I feel like you strategically guided your way towards a more cinematic sound, a more cinematic style. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see it immediately after your last project. So I say that. I say you you switch your style. We've seen viral freestyles, international tours, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, rock Nation in the background, you know yeah. what I mean? What What's the next... What is your next goal in the game? Like, achieving so much since we last spoke to you, what's the next goal? I want to jump into acting. That was always kind of like that was always kind of like you know a plan B for me. Mm-hmm. Right? Wow, you know bro, you know that's crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always want like oh, I always dude, felt like that was a, that's a plan a plan B. But my love for music was always there. Like I watch movies for the dialogue and how how you act in certain things. Like I watch movies differently from certain people. So it's like I was like I could do that. I want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I I, I role play with my kids. You know what I'm saying? Randomly. Like, I put up to their school and be a whole different person. They looking at me like, what are you talking about? You, doing? you know what I mean? Like, I was doing crazy yeah. stuff like, like that. Dad, you told me not to talk to strangers, yeah. but you're acting like a stranger. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? But, you no, know, acting is something I want to, I want to, you know, I want to get into. You know what I'm saying? As well as still doing my music, because I feel like I still got a lot to tell. I have a lot of story. I got a lot of things that I, I held back, you know, for certain, for certain albums and, and certain ideas that I have. So it's a lot more coming musically, but, you know, Acting is something that I think I could really, you know, tackle with, and, you know what I mean, submit my, you know, submit myself in, you know what I mean? Form of expression. That's right. So to bring it full circle, doing the movie for this project, that you were in your bag then. Yes. Yeah. Like, it was, it was, you know, it was something that I, I, I pride myself. Like, I went to the set, like, oh, nah, I got to really get, I got to really do this, you know what I yeah, mean? Because okay. it's my time, because when, when you see it, I want you to understand that I wasn't just somebody that put the camera on and you just... Act. No, I, right. I take this very seriously. Okay. I want you to, you know, I want you to believe in what you see. You know what I mean? Cause that's the great actors, right? When you when you hate somebody, you like, I hate you, man. I hate right. what you did. That, you know what I'm saying? And they a real person. You look at them, you like, yo, son, I did not like you in that movie, <laughs> you know, for real. I wanna that that to me, that's good acting. Okay, you know okay. I mean? And I kind of that's something that you know I want to achieve. You know what I mean? So I'm expecting more Top Boy and less money and violence from your acting. Man. That's what you're saying to me. Yo, man, man. <laughs> coach in the cut. <laughs> coach said, you know saying, no 100%. state problem, no money. Yo, listen, we yo, we pride ourselves on not making it look any way like, you know what I mean? No disrespect to those movies, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Quality. Yeah, that was a model. That's a fact. No state prop shots. That look like state prop shots. Don't think do that. Roll up with. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, when y'all that. listen, man, when y'all see it, man, Moonlight Marauder, when y'all see the film, y'all gonna understand that, you know. Do you have a date on when that drops? Oh, the film? Yes. The film is, uh, you know, around the, you know what I mean? It's coming. I don't really got a full date. You okay. know what I'm saying? I don't want to say, but it's Loading. Coming. Yes. You know what I mean? But the album is definitely dropping the 12th. You know what I mean? So make sure y'all go get that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Moonlight Marauder. 
Last but not least, for the people who might not know who you are uh-huh. and they want to tap in more with Def Soldier after this interview, where can they find you on the socials? Find me everywhere, Def Soldier, man. D E F S O U L J A. Everywhere is uniform. You know what I mean? Just type that in, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Instagram, Twitter, everywhere, Facebook. You know what I mean? Rock with your boy, man. YouTube everywhere. You know what I mean? July 12th. When this drops, is the 11th. So that means tomorrow. Ah. Tap in. Yes, sir. Follow us on the socials. We'll have his link on our socials for you to download that that project. Big Bronx. Def, you know, a lot of times the sequel is not better than the original, but I got to say tonight, the sequel definitely lapped the original. This this interview was amazing. You know, I feel like the listeners definitely got to know you a little bit more. and, And I look forward to whatever's next. For you. I appreciate you coming on here tonight oh, and part three next year. Same time? Let's do it. Let's man. do it. Thanks That's for having right. me, time man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all guys are dope, man. So, you yes, know sir. what I mean? It's always appreciate love. It's like family being here. You have know soldiers. Salute, bro. Yeah, yes, thank sir. you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Sir.